Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Just sitting in, uh, first of all, for uh, Tom Suter is Tommy Lang. Thank uh, you. And uh, joining us from hawkfanatic.com, <clears throat> formerly allhawksfanatics.coms, it's Pat Harding. Morning. I have a text from Mr. Suter. Uh-oh. Is it intelligible? Hey. It's hot. What are you guys? What are you guys doing? Tell me you got a cab without air conditioning. <laughs> He's face first in the sand. Where are, where are you guys? How drunk is he? No, he isn't. No. Well, it's seven. It's after seven there. Yeah. <laughs> And everything's open all night. You can buy alcohol all night. <laughs> Casinos are open all night. He's fine. There are no time restrictions. <laughs> He's fine. Hi. How warm is it out there today? 117. Although it can't be any worse than here. It's a dry heat, though. Unlike here. Yeah, whatever. Today is going to be unbearable. I mean, when I went out at 6.30 this morning with my trash, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Just it, a big, warm, wet blanket. And when I came in this morning, it was 80. Wow. This is the worst June and I can remember. Yeah. I wonder if this will go down as one of our warmest Junes. It probably will, won't it? Yeah. I mean, how many days have does. we had over 90? Next week, I think it cools down a bit, though, Next it? week, it does. Next, Yeah, well, Monday and Tuesday, mid-70s. Mm, and then God, that sounds good. goes into the mid-80s by Thursday. That doesn't sound good. We've had more days in the 90s than not in June, haven't we? Yeah. Just ridiculous. I think our next game is a City West softball doubleheader on Wednesday. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Okay. God, last <laughs> night. You said it, Captain. You called it. <laughs> I, I, tr- through. I turned on the radio at quarter to nine, and Ray was in the seventh inning. <laughs> yeah. He is Balbonut. Well, they had a lightning delay. I know. I was there. I, oh, wait, yeah. I sat through they the first. I sat through the first 42 minute lightning delay and waited and started. <laughs> And then I, I had three hours budgeted for the game. I didn't have six hours budgeted to do one high school baseball game, so I left. Ray told me to leave. He thought about leaving, but I think he thinks you'll get mad at him, Captain. So I would just be, I, my ire would be raised. I told him, yeah. Ray, just if you want to leave, but he stuck it out. because He called trooper. me up and he said, uh, you know, this is a second lightning delay. And I said, well, we're not going to do a third. <laughs> I said, if it delays I think you should have just to make Molly stay here. <laughs> the game took uh, around four hours. Yeah. I listened until the first lightning delay. Yeah. I listened. Uh, I mean, Ray and I were doing good. I mean, the game was going fine. No, we were having it sounded fun. Really, yeah, it but, did. It sounded fun. And there weren't many clouds, but there was just yeah. this one little front that came over and and then all of a sudden you heard thunder for about five minutes. I'm like, when are they going to call this game? And finally there was a big bolt of lightning. They, I'll give them the ump's credit. They tried to fight through it, but 
Once the big lightning bolts came, they had no choice. Okay, but you know we're supposed to get a, we were supposed to get all this severe weather and all this rain, and, and we didn't get hardly any. Well, we got more in the morning yeah. than we did last night. Yeah, yeah rained, and it was way earlier than they said it was going to be. Too. It rained pretty hard at my house for about ten minutes. We had hail at my house. Really? Yeah. Mm. But, we may have had some at mine, but I was sleeping. But I could tell when I woke up that it had rained because there was puddles on my street. So we got a decent soaking. So, but it's dry. Yeah, my yeah. backyard is brown. It must not have rained very much where I live because my car had that dirt on it where you could tell it didn't yeah. rain very hard, but it moved around the dirt. It didn't. Yeah, out here, I mean, this was really just weird because out here, it really didn't rain. And you know, Jan said, uh, well, we had some hail. I go, okay, when was that? And here it was fine. So, but yeah, it's, yeah. I told him, you know, a third lightning delay, just leave. Because you're just tempting fate and waiting to be And that struck. equipment is expensive. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I told... Ray's him. replaceable, but that equipment, <laughs> that's very expensive. He's very good at protecting the equipment. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he tells me about how he's going to protect it every time. But yeah, the first lightning delay came... I said came to throw and, Pat's body over the equipment. I was already <laughs> underneath the... The first lightning delay came about 5.12, and then they didn't start playing again until about 10 to 6. And then we got in about two batters, and then boom, we're shut down again. Said to Ray last night, If you get struck by lightning, please stay away from the equipment until the current has passed through your body and out the bottom of your feet. And he probably would. Yeah, that's good. Whatever to save the equipment. So Good advice. We just have not had a lot of luck this year with weather for games. No. I mean, I, I think sit- we've only got three more nights of games, like regular season, before the, uh, the postseason. I just got this. Uh, pretty major fire this morning next to the Amana Golf Course. Fire departments responding include Amana, Swisher, Fairfax, Marengo, and Williamsburg. Uh, so far, I've heard at least two pet dogs perished Ugh. in the in the fire. Why do you have to tell me that? I'm sorry. Well, it's I didn't want to hear that. Poor dogs. That means there was nobody home. I guess when the fire broke out. I guess Ugh, I could not imagine what those dogs are going through. Now I'm depressed. Well, I'm sorry. Well, nothing now. Just ruined it. I mean, we got now we got an hour and a half before our guest, and we got to try to fight through the depression. I, we don't have tons of Hawkeye stuff to talk about. Yeah, no Hawkeye stuff. You don't th- think that uh, women's basketball semi-schedule release is worth <laughs> 90 minutes of discussion? Pour over it. Bring it on. <laughs> we do have Jalen McConico coming on at around 10.30. Matt Weitzel told me if he doesn't call right about 10.30 to text him. To remind him, but he did confirm it yesterday, that, and he is the Big Ten Track Athlete of the Year, so that'll be fun. Talk, finished second in the 110 hurdles, was the Big Ten, um, won the Big Ten 110 hurdles, set a meet record, so he was the one who transferred from Illinois State, so look forward to talking to him, but yeah, there's just not much going on right now. We do have Desmond King coming in town tomorrow over at City High. I'm going to be covering that for um, Hawk Fanatic and Your Prep Sports. He's doing a three-hour camp over at City High. And I think it's sort of in relation to Juneteenth, and we'll be able to have talk to him around noon tomorrow. I'm sure there'll be a lot of media at that, because like I said, there's nothing else going on. Yeah. Right there, I just wanted to make sure that we had that, that silence without a Southern Justin call, <laughs> just to make him, because no menus. Silence is underrated. No yeah. Hawkeyes, no it menus. It really is. I think silence is underrated. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really is. 
But um, but, but yeah, uh, it'll be good to see Desmond. I haven't, I mean, have not seen Desmond since he played here, obviously. And I think it's good that City High's doing this. Good way to promote its program, a good cause, and it's a three-hour camp from nine to twelve. He's with Tennessee now, right? Mm, or is he with Texans? He, unless he, I think he's with. The, I'll have to double check. I thought yeah. he thought he was with the Texans now, but but was um, that like an off-season move then? I believe so. Okay. But like I said, I'll I'll have to I'll double check during the break. But it's a difference in those two teams. <laughs> Yeah, they both spell it with a T. Yeah, yeah. One of them's terrible, and one of them is meddling people. They're going to win the league. Let's see, 17, 18, 19, 20. This will be his fifth year in the league. Yeah, he's been great. I mean, but He's I'm fun just, to watch. It's amazing I mean, to think that it's his fifth year in the league already. He will have played longer in the league than Gail Sayers. Wow. I mean, Gail wow. Sayers played four and a half years. Now he had injuries, but altogether he played about four and a half years hmm. and still made the Hall of Fame. But will Desmond own a car dealership at some point? Good question. Yeah. He probably could. Yeah, Gail Sayers passed away. I keep forgetting he's not around anymore. God rest his soul. One That's of my right. one of my favorites of all time. I'm not old enough to remember him live, but I love watching the tapes. And I think Brian's song kind of turned me on to Gail Sayers a little bit too, because I remember when that came out. Was that like 1971? Yeah, I was like seven years old. I remember watching that and crying. What about you, Tommy? I've never seen it. Yeah. Then James Conn went from that to Godfather. <laughs> yeah. What about Rollerball? He was in Rollerball. I never saw that. Oh. I've seen Godfather. He was good in The Godfather. But he was just such a different character. He was in some movie we watched the other night uh, about old people in a home. and <laughs> Doing some prep work? Yeah. <laughs> he was also in Misery, wasn't he? Yeah. I thought that movie was Misery. Did you ever see the episode of News Radio he was in where he played himself <laughs> doing research for a role and he was just like a total weirdo? Oh, a, it was great. He is a total weirdo. I, I really enjoyed him in that. I saw, did you ever see the uh, Coen Brothers movie, um, Read Before Burning? No. Read After Burning or something? Mm-hmm. No. And it, this thing was just Brad Pitt, George Clooney, uh, and uh, uh, Malka, John Malkovich, and, uh, oh, uh, uh, God dang. Who was a woman? She was in Fargo. and uh, Oh, Frances Frances McDormand. McDormand. Yeah. It's just about the weird. Doesn't like everybody die or something? Almost everybody. Okay. <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. But by well, saying most, you know, you can watch and wonder which one well, doesn't die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A couple live. Nope, I've never, I've never even heard of that movie. It's, I've heard of it. It's just, it looks funny, but I don't know if it was funny. funny. I'm not a big Coen Brothers dark, fan. Dark humor? Most of their movies yeah. I don't like. What They did a lo- No Country for Old Men, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. No, and I've seen K-Hawk's numbers. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of country for old men. <laughs> Ton of it. What other movies have they done? Did they do Fargo? Yeah. I liked Fargo. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Never yeah. seen that. That's, I didn't raising like. Raising Arizona, wasn't that done? Yeah, Raising Arizona. I didn't Arizona. like that either. I gave it about 20 minutes. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I didn't like it first. Uh, and then uh, I watched it the second time for some reason. Because I really didn't like it at first. And then I thought, hey, this is pretty cool. And then I saw it in a cutout bin, a DVD, uh, and and got it. And I really liked the I mean, the movie freaking grows on you. It, it does. This movie's just, it was just odd. But yeah, most everybody gets killed. <laughs> you know what was on the other night on HBO? Heavy Metal. Remember that? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. I forgot how weird that movie was. <laughs> 
I loved it when it came out. I didn't enjoy it as much the other night. And I gave it about a half an hour. Did KFMH do midnight movies and show that somewhere, like yes. in the Quad Cities? Yeah. Yeah. That was a weird movie. The showcase Cinemas. Yeah. I forgot just how weird that movie and how weird Repo Man with Emilio Estevez. That was on the other night, too. Although I like that movie a little bit. Repo Man? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen Repo Man. The one with Emilio Estevez is pretty good. There's been some remakes that aren't as good. You don't see him a lot. Anymore. What was the one he did with his brother where they were trash men? Oh. They, they're, they're both garbage men. I saw yeah. that once. What? No, I don't think it was Stakeout. I think it was the one with Rosie. That was with Rosie O'Donnell, I think. I think. I, I don't know. I put that in like the DC cab categories of movies I probably watched a lot as a kid, but haven't even thought about in 30 years. Mother's Jugs and Speed. DC Cab was great. <laughs> I mean, Fargo came out almost 30 years ago. Didn't it come out in 95? Yeah. God, yeah. think about that. Almost 30 Mother years. Mother Jugs and Speed. Great yes. movie. But the title's the best part of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Which one was Jugs? <laughs> I think I have an idea. <laughs> well, then which one was Bill Cosby? Uh, <laughs> Roofy Jugs and Speed. Yeah. How's he doing now? Uh, still doing time. Is he trying to get out? He, oh, yeah. Well, they would have let him out, but he won't admit his guilt. He won't. I say, know somebody like he that. He wouldn't say, yeah. <laughs> he would, yeah. He wouldn't say he's sorry. Well, like the Fonz. Yeah. So you think he's going to die in prison? Yeah, if he doesn't say he's sorry. Yeah, yeah, all he had to do was say he's sorry. I wonder what his conditions are in prison. Oh, I think he's going to die in prison anyway, even if he gets out early. It's still for him. I wonder what his conditions are. Like, is he just in a typical cell, just in with general population? I, d- I doubt it. Do you think I he's joking it. with the other prisoners? Cracking wise? Telling him, you know. Dropping hey. stuff in their drinks? <laughs> <laughs> what a tragic end to a, I mean. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, just seriously, what a sad, tragic end. I mean, because that's, that's all he'll be remembered for. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Joe Paterno. Yeah. I mean, that's all they will be remembered Lance for. Lance Armstrong had like a great 10-year run and then just one, you know, a couple. The thing is, though, but he cheated during yes. the whole, he cheated during the whole thing and just, oh, yeah. and took people down to protect himself. I remember when he came to Iowa City and everyone way, rolled out the gold carpet for him and he was just a cheating bastard. Yeah. And he was mean and vindictive toward anyone who wanted to tell the truth. Complete jerk. I don't know what he's doing now. You think he cheated on Ragbri? Like, you know, <laughs> he's cut in front of the line for probably, beer or something? Probably. Yeah. He's still doing bicycle races. Is he? I, th- I thought. He's not still dating Cheryl Crow, is he? No. Well, he's not doing bicycle races that matter. Yeah. Hey, chat room says Men at Work was the movie I was trying to think of. With the, the, uh, the two, the Estevez and Charlie mm. Sheen were the trash men. You think they use movie? Not the ones who did the bird. You think course. they use music from Men at Work? Surf and Bird. Because they were trash men. I don't remember that movie. You know, he was worth $125 million at his peak. What's he worth now? $50 million. They wanted to use men at work, but uh, Colin Hay was a dick. <laughs> so he lost $75 million and his reputation. Yeah. Like Roger Waters. Yeah, but he still got $50 million. Yeah. yeah. So fine. I ain't going to work. Other than be- the prison. But think about that. That's pretty significant, though, to lose yeah. two-thirds of your empire. But he should. Oh. He's a farce. You were talking about Roger Waters on the last podcast mm-hmm. and how Facebook offered him a bunch of money for another brick in the wall and he told uh, Zuckerberg just like F off. Mm-hmm. As soon as that story broke, Rolling Stone found a 1974 Dole Bananas commercial that used the great gig in the sky. Mm. 
Uh, okay, you know that song. Oh, yeah. I know that song. How do you sell bananas with that song? No idea. <laughs> it's, it's not the peppiest of Pink Floyd songs. That does seem like a weird choice of songs. Yes. Because I um, remember the Chiquita Banana song. It always reminded me of a song by the Kinks. I don't remember the Chiquita Banana You remember what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, yeah Chiquita Banana. It reminded me of a song by the Kinks. Hmm. It sounded like a song by the Kinks. That's probably why, you know, I liked the early Kinks and then they got too strange for me. What, like, um, you don't like 8-Man and no. Supersonic Rocket Ship? No. I think this discussion has been no, had before yeah. on this show. Two great songs. Yeah, we even played 8-Man uh, on the show. Chat room confirms Desmond King is with the Texans. Okay, chat room so coming through. But um, I love 8-Man. But, you, Captain, you even played 8-Man on the radio one time. Yeah. When we were, do, um, when we were doing the podcast, you yeah, put it on. Yeah. Hunter, what's the one you occasionally play when you fill in for Steve that I like a lot? Kink's song. Lola? No. Do it again. Do it again. Okay. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. I love Don't Forget to Dance. That's good. That was more of Top 40 Kinks. Yeah, we, yeah. Play, we play that. No, Every band time. had that Top 40 hit in the 80s. Grateful Dead had Touch of Grey. Yeah, had Bills to Pay. Pink Floyd had uh, the one that we play, whatever that song is. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, money? No. Oh, Learning, Learning to, to Fly. fly. Yeah. That was off the Division Bill album. Everybody had like, no, that was one before that. That was the one from like the mid-80s. Because I remember every laps, TV had a video. Momentary Lapse of Yeah, reason. that sounds right. Yeah, Division Bill. The later Floyd stuff I didn't like. Armstrong, uh, Lance Armstrong owns a uh, slice of Trek Bicycle Corporation. Huh. And he's still out there uh, promoting uh, bicycling. So. Oh! Mike, Mikey G has sent me the Pink Floyd banana commercial on YouTube. Play it. Yeah, we're going to. Probably a commercial. There's a woman in a dress. Just kind of ride. Oh, there's her leg. She's very sexy and she's kind of dancing around. And now she's peeling a banana very slowly. There's the Dole logo. She's eating it like she's servicing somebody. God, it's almost like porn. It is. I mean, the commercial. Dull banana, if you feel it. Peel that it. is just weird. And she's like dancing around and like tongue in the damn thing <laughs> down her throat. It's very clear what that is. That is strange. Yeah. You think it helped him sell bananas? It probably yeah. did. I think it was more the visual image and the Pink Floyd part of it. <laughs> yeah. This is a hot woman in this like tight little dress dancing around and like eating the banana like yeah like something yeah. else yeah i wonder whose idea that was a really roger waters good yeah roger waters the banana okay. represents the proletariat all right back to the hawks get back on get back on track <laughs> get back to the hawks. Get back on track yeah well we're gonna get to track in about an hour yeah oh. and like i said I, I think we're having ken o'keefe on monday but i still have i gotta reach oh wow it. that'd be cool i think i don't know if it's gonna be one of these things where they're gonna make me tape it on monday afternoon then have it on wednesday I, i'm not sure i mean i i can do that if i have to but i'd rather have him on live don't you have a meeting with the coaches next week like a real next live tuesday news conference at, with people next tuesday i believe at four o'clock we have kirk and play uh, select players in person too right in person yeah. and they said if you haven't been double vaxxed they're requiring you to wear a mask okay hello <laughs> Lonely old sick Grandpa Dirk. <laughs> hey, Tommy, you described that commercial perfect. <laughs> can you can you do it once more? 
I'll send you the link. <laughs> was he in heat? He sounded like he was in heat. He's a little excited. <laughs> He's a little excited. He's definitely developing a theme, isn't he? Oh, yeah. There's definitely. We haven't even talked about what Tom and Ann are doing in Vegas yet. Right now, what do you think they're doing at this site? I think they're sleeping. Oh, no, he texted you, right? He's up. No, he texted me last night. Oh, you think they're sleeping right now? I was. Just, I'm sure yeah. Tom's sleeping. You think they're up or you think they're down? I think they're. Yeah. I think they're down sleeping. Yeah. I think she might be up. I think he's. You think they're sleeping in the car? No, I think they're. No, in the... shut up. <laughs> Haven't gotten that bad yet. I think he. Tom was probably up late last night. May have hurled right before he went to bed. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then just passed out face first on the. Hotel they didn't bed. take the daughters, so they can get a little reckless. <laughs> You know, it's not like Amy and Molly are there. Well, they could get reckless if well, they were in there. All fairness, well, they can. That's true. In all fairness, that's who takes care of them. One daughter is 28 and one is 25, so they don't really yeah, but they take still, the daughters. They still go on vacations with them every well, once yeah, in a while. Well, yeah, family, to meet family. They went last, last time they all went. Yeah, to, for family. Okay. This is like, you know. Man, Vegas. I, I didn't go on. The, the last family I vacation I went on, I think I was like nine. We just didn't do stuff like that. We had one plan, family trip set, and my brother broke his jaw playing football. And that was like the last vacation we ever planned together. My dad just did not like doing family vacations. And we I, didn't ever do a family vacation. Just never really. really? Yeah. I mean, we'd go up to Chicago for a day or two. And we drove to, to Wyoming one time, and it was just miserable. Was my brother and I fought in the back seat the whole time, and I was like six, he was 10. And we went to see to Denver to see my aunt, but then we went to like the Grand Tetons, and it was too much driving. Plus, I got sick and puked in a pool in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and they <laughs> they got really upset at me. And my dad got upset at them. They're like, "You're yelling at a six year old kid for puking," you know. And they're like, "Would well, you realize what it?" And my dad's like, "Yeah, it hurt your business for a day or two. Deal with it." And my dad got really mad because they were mean to me. I mean, I got I had the flu or something. And I hurled in the pool. I, it's not like I did it on purpose. I was six, and it was gross. I admit it. You know, Dire Straits song, early yeah. by the pool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I remember my dad's like, well, at least he didn't poop, you know. <laughs> and my dad wasn't one of those kinds that always stood up for his kids. I was not always right. He was not like that at all. But he did not like the tone that this hotel manager had with a six year old kid, you know. But I'll never forget that. I just hurled all over in that pool. <laughs> Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which is pretty nice. Yeah. It's a really nice area. I, uh, we went to Vegas as a family vacation for my sister's 21st birthday, and that was fun. Was Suter there? Suter, he probably was. <laughs> hey, Ray's here. Hey. Oh, game. Ray brought us cookies. You just yeah. got back from the game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just, how many uh, nine lightning delays? Or, uh, Only two. Yeah. It just felt like nine. Yeah, Ray, I turned you on at 8.40, and you were, st- you were in the sixth inning. <laughs> hey, and Pat, I'm here to save the segment. But I gotta go. I gotta leave early here. So. Where are you going? Where are you headed? <laughs> I think that was sarcasm. Yeah, I think. Oh, it was. okay. Where do you Where do you gotta go? Yeah, where are you going? I'm going to Kansas City. Oh, to see baseball? Yeah, yeah just what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, Your cookies are way better than what was that? That camera guy at Channel Eight? They were talking about. Your wife Twitter. make those? Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law? Wow, look at all of them. Mm, they're good. Now I'm just gonna eat it right now. Why not? You're on. Tommy, I'll give you. Is this X Lax? Tommy, I'll give you. <laughs> well, these I'll, are warm. I'll give you two hundred bucks if you can eat all those cookies before the show ends. <laughs> not right now. I'll, I'll That's take not good. Gonna... <laughs> oh, if you're not leaving them here. I'm leaving them. Oh, you're leaving. I'll, I'll get yeah. them. 
200 bucks. Now, is that considered a germ jar because they're all together like that? Well, it is if Ray's going to put his hands in them, but he, I haven't seen them in there yet. I put my hand in it. Did you? Then it's a germ jar. Mm-hmm. Then maybe, Ray, I, maybe I won't be eating any of those. But I was knows, the but, first to put my hand in it. But Ray's, I've had his cookies no, before. No, I put they're my really hand in it. Oh, okay. oh, so there's been two hands in that thing already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait till Molly gets here. <laughs> so what about my offer? No, I don't think I could. I offered Ray, uh, what did I offer you, Ray, the oh, other day? No. I offered him a hundred bucks to eat six pieces of pizza during our. What about drinking the well water? Oh, I think what we should do sometime is when Suter gets back, we should all get a big glass of water and we should all drink the well water online on mm. on the air. Would you do a big glass of well water, Captain? He's talking to Ray with his headphones off. Oh, I think we should do that. Well, let's... yeah, just well, let's just take a break. It's nine thirty. You want to take a break? Oh, we could take a Let's, break. While Ray's here, we'll take a break, then we'll come back just ready to go. Yeah, I don't think people want to hear me eat a cookie on the air. <laughs> 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number, 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional, transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Hey everybody, it's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert, and I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at bigdogsatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite. Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. 
Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. You see the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer. Deary Ford in Iowa City. That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you. Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com. Hi, this is Bill Leichtring of the Oxyoke Inn. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving family style, breakfast Saturday, and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxyokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxyoke family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. The Dawn and On Festival is back for 2021. Saturday, July 10th from noon to midnight at Schwiebert Park in downtown Rock Island. This family-friendly, homegrown music festival features the area's best local and regional talent. From rock to jam to bluegrass, it's the magic of a multi-day music festival wrapped up into one highly affordable day along the Mississippi River. This year's lineup includes Magic Beans, The Way Down Wanderers, The Cooley Boys, Middle Western, Heads in Motion, The Textures, The Channel Cats, Still Shine, and of course, The Dawn. Tickets are $20 at the gate and at dawnandon.com where you can get full details. A portion of this year's ticket sales benefit the Rock Island YWCA. Children 12 and under are free and KFMH air staff will be there hosting the fun. 
the sixth annual Dawn and On Music Festival, sponsored by Rock Island Parks and Recreation, Ben Reber Brewing Company, Dolph Ford, Ray's Barbershop, The River Music Experience, Lobo Salsa, Ragged Records, Bochi Stone Ground Mustard, Future Apple Tree Records, River Roots Garden Supplies, and 99PlusKFMH.com. KCJJ Weather. From SevereStudios.com. Partly cloudy, warm, and humid today with a slight chance of isolated showers and thunderstorms. Our high right around 91. Wind will be out of the northwest at about 5 to 15. Tonight, slight chance of a scattered thunderstorm. Otherwise, mostly clear 66. Tomorrow, sunny, not as humid, high near 90. On Sunday, scattered thunderstorms. A little more humid again on Sunday with a high near 90. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's 83. Oh, that's true. Hawk Fanatic. We're back. Yes. We're back. Back. We've regrouped. We had a little meeting there. Now yeah, we're talking, uh, you know, coverage of our high school baseball. And if the couple local teams hopefully make it to the state tournament, we can discover it right here. At 3A the and 4A Field. here at Banks Field. Yeah. That'd be very convenient for us. Ray headed to Kansas City for, he called it a man's weekend. Yeah. yeah. No women allowed. Oh. No winning either, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Winning, what do you mean? The Royals are not very good this year. They're not? No. No. So, Ray, who do the Royals play? Red Sox. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that won't be good. Okay. Playing the Red Sox. I think they're in, they're in second place, I think. In the Cubs East. finally beat the Mets yesterday. Yeah. I, watched, I was able to watch the end of that. White Sox lost to Houston. Yeah, the White Sox are still. What are, how many over five? Yeah, they won, no, they won two out of three against Tampa. Who's their the manager? Tony oh, is it Larusa? That's right. Yeah. He's a dick. Yes, he is. But he's a good manager. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he is a good manager. He's just how many OWIs has he had? Three. Didn't he have one where he was caught at the intersection with a car still running? He that was, was a, the last one. Yeah, yeah, he was just parked at the intersection. And he did he try to fight it? I don't remember. Yeah, he came up with some BS excuse. I can't. Yeah, remember. they're picking on me. In all fairness, you know, he was really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I just never have liked him. Partly because he's good and he managed the Cardinals for years and they were good and you know I hate the Cardinals and they always beat the Cubs. No, he's a good manager. I just, just I don't know. Someone posted the clip of him and Dusty Baker just when they were with the Cubs and Cardinals just yelling at each other from dugout oh, yeah. to dugout. They did like, not like each other. F you and just swearing at each other. I think other. in their prime, I think I would have picked Dusty to win that fight. Yeah, probably. I mean, Dusty was a good and Dusty. he'd be sober. Yeah. I, I wonder if Larusa still drinks. I mean, three OWIs is pretty. That's a lot. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to stop drinking. It just no, means you have to stop driving. Yeah, while you're well, drinking. true. That's but you true. should stop drinking at that point. You've if you have three OWIs, that means you have a serious drinking problem because you're not able to keep your problems at home. I mean, I like to drink, and I drink, but I haven't had an OWI since 1987. It was I never had one, an OWI. It's the only one I ever had. Huh. I learned my lesson. I just don't drink and drive. It's pretty simple. Yeah. There's our PSA for today. That's your PSA. Wow. You really sold it, too. And if you want to drink and go to those games at Banks Field, take a cab. I that's right. They're going to start having booze at Banks Field. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Probably not for the high school game. People just getting hammered. Wouldn't that be great if they did? Yeah. People just, you get a tall boy at like the City High game. People just getting crap canned at Iowa baseball. <laughs> what do you think of that, Captain? Yeah. I, I think with Softball. The, I don't think they Softball would. crowds are actually more obnoxious than, and I mean that in a good way. They're louder. They do more cheers and chanting and coordinated stuff. But I, I've noticed that softball more than baseball. I don't think that they'll be crap canned. Y- yeah, yeah. You, I don't think. You think that. Suter's crap canned? No. Suter will go to more games just for. Beer. Oh, he's already said he would. Yeah. He told me he won't. He'll well, go. He said that for years. He said if they serve beer, I'd go to baseball games. Yeah, and he says he'd go for a few innings, get a buzz, and then um, Ann would drive him home. Do the casino. Hello. 
I coach a traveling uh, softball team, and when we go to tournaments down at Burlington at the Recplex, um, they serve alcohol, and these are tournaments for 12U up to 18U girls. <laughs> I'm not sure I agree with that, but whatever. Maybe I'm an old fuddy-duddy. What do you think of that? Having what? a beer at an Iowa basketball game at the Mark. They were playing DePaul in the uh, NIT. I was year. there. I remember that. And I was like, hey, I'm drinking beer. Tall boys at Coors Light. Or no, That's was, a little different, though, than 12-year-olds and 11-year-olds playing Little League softball or whatever. But it was normal, like, you know, in Little League in the 80s to, like, bring a, you know, bring yeah, a cooler with some beers Parents, in it. you know, sometimes parents at those games. Just, Did you see the T-ball brawl that they yeah. showed on the news? No, I haven't yeah. Google T-ball, T-ball brawl. brawl. Yeah, T-ball. Parents just went off. Just, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, T-ball. That what are they? Seven? The kids? Yeah. What are you arguing seven. about at T-ball? I mean, seriously, what are you seriously getting into an argument? You argue- can't be, you know, arguing about the pitches. I mean, no. I mean, there's. <laughs> that was a strike. I mean, you can't. What are you arguing about? You're right. I mean, seriously, what are you arguing about at T-ball? <laughs> Usually, they argue bar the balls and strikes. That's out the window. What? Maybe a play at first or something? I don't know. I mean, you're having more and more trouble getting umpires and for all these different sports, and gee, you wonder why. I mean, you see advertisements now from the officials. Or so they're, they're literally advertising for, hell, we need Just help. Just begging, yeah. Yeah, they're practically begging. And I don't think it'll really sink in until all of a sudden we get up one day, wow, did you hear about the, 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 that doubleheader was canceled? They don't have anyone to ump it. Yeah, that's, that's, or they had to keep the, the umpires. We're not there right. yet. I mean, I know a City High JV game was canceled this year due to having no umpires. That's pretty significant. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but, I mean, doesn't pay a lot, and if you're getting yelled and abused – I mean, it's not fun. You're and already you're standing out there for three hours, four not, hours in 90-degree heat. Yeah, think about it. For 50 bucks. With all that equipment. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a yeah. tough go. I mean, it's a tough sell, which is unfortunate. I mean, we my day, we just took all those people for granted. Yeah, well. Hey, wait a minute. Why is my dad calling? This can't be good. Hello? Hello? <laughs> okay, never mind. Hello? Hello, and I'm not your dad. No, you're not. You can be my mom. <laughs> I'll take care of you anyway. Thanks. Um, are they going to decide at these games when they start serving beer, are they going to decide who's had too much and who isn't going to get any more? Oh, I think we'll see a stepping up of the, uh, when they promote the, if there's a problem in your section, text this number. I think they're going to be promoting that a lot. Oh, yeah, they'll be heightened security. There yeah. will be. Well, I remember going to baseball games at uh, professional baseball games where they serve beer, and you end up sometimes with it down in your feet. You end up with somebody spilling it on your back, and I just hope that doesn't happen. How many are you going to slam at the first game? How many am I going to have? Yeah. I don't drink, so I just bring my water. Love to see a beer snake at at Banks. Just goes right (laughs) up by car and up to the... Towards the press box. I can't, I can't stand the smell of it, let alone the taste of it. <laughs> well, good. So, good for you. But anyway, um, who do you think is going to win the NBA? NBA? I, I don't know because everyone's injured. Yeah, that's kind of throwing a wrench well, into that's everything. What, you know, you got COVID with, with Chris Paul. That really sucks. And then you have, you have Kyrie Irving and Harding in bad shape. So you kind of wonder, well, who in the heck's going to be left there to win the game? If, any, if everybody was healthy, I'd say the Nets, hands down. They're the best yeah, team. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But Harden is... Either that or the Suns. I would think it would be the Nets and the Suns in the final. I don't think but, the Suns um, could beat a healthy Clippers team with Kawhi. 
I, I would think I think the Nuts and the Clippers are the best teams when healthy. Isn't somebody hurt yeah, from well, the Clippers? Kawhi's yeah, Kawhi's out, out so. for the rest of the. Looks like he's got. A yeah, knee and then they beat yeah. then they beat Utah anyway. So well, who knows? Yeah. So, but James Harden is overweight and he's just not. He needs to lose some weight. I didn't realize how heavy he is. Yeah. He's really gotten out of shape. But well, and it seems one team will get way ahead, and then all of a sudden, another team comes along and catches up with them, and. The, the, the games are just kind of wild. Yeah, and like I said, I'm not a huge NBA fan. When, when, when LeBron's not in them, it kind of loses some of the value. Yeah, but that's at true, At least too. for me. I know some people hate LeBron. and um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's Right now, it's just a crapshoot. I don't know. With these injuries, it's hard to say. And then you keep thinking that baseball is a non-contact sport, but look at all the injuries are in baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're getting them from running or from throwing. A lot of stress on the arm. Well, we're getting above the 60 games they played last year. And Steve Stone was talking about this the other night, that that's probably playing a factor. Yeah, it could be. Yep. You haven't played a normal baseball schedule in two years. No, that's a good point. Okay, well, you guys don't take any wooden nickels. We'll try to avoid it. My dad, okay, that, we'll my, see ya. My dad used to say that. Yeah. That was one of my dad's sayings. Don't take any wooden nickels. My dad says he's going to try and call again. And I'm... <laughs> And I remember telling my dad, where the hell do you get a wooden nickel? Is there such thing as a wooden nickel? Uh, yes, and I don't remember where I got it. You guys know who Skip Bayless is, don't you? Yes. And the fact that I can't yeah. stand him. Is well, he ripping some, LeBron for some somehow reason Somehow his tweet, I know, somebody I follow tweeted him. and it, um, You know LeBron's putting out this new movie, Space Jam 2? Yeah. And it just, Skip Bayless, here's his... Wait, they're advertising the new counterfeit Space Jam as the bunny and the goat. Is Jordan in it? They can't be referring to the guy who just flamed out in the first round of the playoffs, can they? The guy who's four and six in the finals, the one who the one without a clutch gene who can't shoot? I mean, he's just I mean, I tweeted I responded by I embedded his tweet and I said, The biggest loudmouth and coward in sports media continues his creepy obsession with trying to minimize everything about a great player. He's so petty and pathetic. And then, of course, LeBron haters got on. I mean, because LeBron's got a lot of haters. Yeah. And it's mostly political. I mean, it's most of the people who hate him is because of politics. And I, I try to leave politics out of it. I, I know that the NBA, sometimes it, I, they're accused of bowing to China because they make a lot of money over there. So, But, I mean, politics. I, Skip Bayless's isn't politics. His is just, he has a weird obsession with liking certain athletes and disliking others. And then every narrative he does tries to push who he likes and tries to minimize who he hates. He just lives for that. He's just, on TV, he's just boring. And I know, yeah. and he makes $8 million a year. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And he is. I mean. That he, show's ridiculous. He Skip. really is. Skip. Yeah. Skip. And Shannon yeah. Sharp's yeah. annoying, too. He yeah. yells and screams yeah. and just, I mean, it's just the stupidest show. And but when I saw that tweet last night, I'm like, this guy just can't give it up. He's obsessed with LeBron James. Hello. Hey, Pat. Yeah. Once I got a wooden nickel at the wooden nickel, and it was good for a free beer. So always take wooden nickels. Captain, he's your guy. I assume there was a bar at some point called the Wooden Nickel. Maybe? Evidently, he's your guy, Captain. Yeah. All right, no, this, this will be this my dad's. Is your segment. No, these are your. My dad people. will save this segment right now. Hello. Hello. Two things. I got a question for you, Pat. But first, Tommy, you remember years ago there was a headline on the Onion that said Special Olympics tea, which is perfect. Dinner. I do remember that. Do yes. You remember that? Yes. Oh my God. Anyway, Pat, do you remember my uh, nephew, uh, niece Sarah? 
Uh, Sarah Langenberg worked at the Daily Iowa in the press. Yes, I, I, I vaguely remember Sarah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's bombed. She bombed about yeah. the whole time. Yeah, he remembers her. Now, or late 50s. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, said to say hi to you. I run into her. So oh, okay. Tell her I said hello. Oh, there you go. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Is it just me, or does your dad sound like Souter? No. no. I think his I don't voice. Think so. His voice reminds me of Souter. Every time I hear it, I think he it, doesn't believe in cell phones, so he just calls me on Facebook Messenger. Why won't he get a phone? I don't know. This they has been were. a disc- I've, I've, We've had this discussion. Does Sarah Langenberg still live in Iowa City? She lives in the Des Moines area now. Okay. But she did until recently. She was, worked at the 1105 so Project. So she's your cousin? Yeah. Yeah, when I was in high school, and I was at the Regina Spectrum at Regina High School. I was the newspaper editor there. I'd go to her. She was the editor of the Daily Iowan and get like advice and hang out there and stuff. And mm, okay. Absorb the atmosphere. Those are many years ago. Many years ago. Many years ago with the Press Citizen. I even had a, a couple of photos published in the Daily Iowan, kind of freelance during some of the protests around the 1990 Gulf War. Hmm. I took a bunch of pictures and I used them. Speaking of many years ago. Many years ago. I wasn't even here yet. How did that, that Gulf War turn out for us? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> well, exactly. Part one went better than part two. Yep. Fair to say. Yes. But part one led to part two. Well, without question. Yeah. All Look right, back that. to the Hawks. Geopolitics got brought up today. Before. Back, we're back to the Hawks. Back to the Hawks. <laughs> Are we going to ask Jalen McConico who he? I I don't know. If, is it fair to ask him who he would fill Kinnick without Suter here? Isn't that Suter's bit? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we won't ask him that. Yeah. You know, but no, I'm looking forward to talking to him though. I mean, it's um, um, it's pretty incredible what he did, and it's pretty incredible what Iowa Track's doing, and now all the athletes are coming. I saw the entire women's teams back here in town now. They're all oh, back, yeah. back on campus training. You can see how happy they are to be together without mask on and. Whatever, but no, Iowa did put that thing out yesterday saying if you are not double vaccinated, you are required to wear a mask. And some may wear them anyway. I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, you look at these NBA games, there's tons of people still wearing masks. Yeah. The coaches. It is weird, though. Like, they'll show people wearing masks, and then they sit down in a chair and they take their mask off. So is the virus more dangerous if you're standing than when you're sitting? I don't get stuff like that. I almost think half of it is just for show. It just makes them feel better, you know? Yeah, I just don't get it. That's kind of like having wrestlers not shake hands before wrestling. And then they wrestle. And then they wrestle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Hey, keep those masks on and don't shake hands before you go out and sweat and drip all over each other. (laughs) There's just been some inconsistencies, which only fuel the... Now you got John Stockton. You see him, Captain? Yeah. He's out questioning the vax now. Is he? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure the anti-vaxxers... The guy who played in Utah for 20 years is an anti-vaxxer? Yeah, big time. He says he's done his research and... yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, he's been uh, uh, banned now on uh, YouTube and Twitter. Good. And then they had, somebody had a, I'm sure it was Fox, had a mother on. This one's bad. And there are some, both of her son, her 18-year-old son and her husband took, the, they never said during the interview, though, which vaccine they took. And they're in bad shape. One of them's got multiple blood clots in his lung. And the son has one in his brain and his neck. And they think they were caused by the vaccine, but they never said which vaccine they took, which I kept waiting. So which one did you take? And they never said it in the report. Did you read about the nurses at, uh, was it Anamosa? No, it was uh, Fort Madison who gave something like 90 or 70 inmates like six times the normal yes, dose of Pfizer. The normal dose. They both got fired. Why did they do that by mistake? I assume. I think so, but they won't. They haven't explained exactly how it happened. Did they get did any reaction from the prisoners? Did they said they? the prisoners are all in good health, which doesn't mean they didn't have a reaction, but they're not like okay. in danger. God, that's kind of weird. Yeah. 
Two no. nurses, too. It wasn't just one. That's the weirdest part. I never really had any, other than maybe feeling a little tired, I didn't have any reaction from my... I had nothing, and I don't know if My I arm felt... was sore for a day. I, Mine really wasn't even that sore. My arm was sore, but it was the other arm. Hmm. <laughs> so figure that out. That might be something you want to call 911 about. <laughs> yeah, that's the God. <laughs> my, my other arm was sore. <laughs> But yeah, if you don't want to take the vaccine, that's your business. But then don't get mad when people won't let you into places because yeah. that's their business. Don't get mad when you get sick. You know. Oh, well, you you're know. not allowed to ask them now, according to Iowa law. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hello. If a person isn't vaccinated, you don't have to ask. They'll come right out and tell you, and they'll tell you why and who they voted for. And yeah. Boss, he's an idiot. They'll just come right out. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's uh, Twitter always goes nuts whenever an athlete says, I am not going to disclose my personal medical information. It's like, yeah, that means you didn't get the vaccine. Yeah. Nobody's their, gotten the vaccine and I, says, I'm not telling And you. that's their business, but don't get mad if you have to suffer the consequences. Well, that's what I just read this article where this guy did not get the vaccine and ended, and he's urging everyone to do so now. He was completely a Trumper and anti uh, this vaccine, and he said he made a mistake. Uh, ended up in the hospital. Did he have to get? Three was he the guy who had months. to get a lung transplant? Yeah, yeah. I saw him on CNN. Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, I wished I would have. Uh, I wish I would have got the. Yeah, vaccine. he had to get double lung transplants. How much do you think that cost? A lot. I mean, I'm getting ready to pay. You're talking hundreds of thousands. I only had one organ replaced. So I don't know. I'm yeah. getting ready to pay four thousand dollars for my hernia surgery, and I'm looking at ten grand in dental work. I mean, so I can only imagine what getting two double lung transplants must cost. I mean, think about that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean. Thanks. Yeah, my, bill, my bills are starting to trickle in from the hernia surgery. Got another one yesterday for 327 It was pre-anesthesia, whatever that is, you know. That's before they put you out. I guess. That was $327. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, and there's only so much my insurance covers because I don't have very good insurance. But it's the world we That's live in. where we and, live. And I just got something from Wilmark yesterday saying that rates are going to go up next year big time. That's nice of them to tell us that. You and know, that. you say we don't have Hawkeye stuff to talk about. But we have reached, I know, your favorite time of year, the preseason watch list. <sighs> Van Valkenburg is on the impact watch list. One of 42. Yeah. And Linderbaum, first Linderbaum, team. Linderbaum, first team. Walter Camp. And um, magazines are starting to come out. And I still haven't gotten paid by Athlons. <laughs> I keep looking oh. for that check in the mail. And last year I got my check on June 12th. This year it's a little later. And but last year they only paid me for a thir- fourth of it because remember they they pulled the magazine yeah because of the virus. But they ended up paying us for a fourth because we already had done the work. And so they en- they ended up only paying us for a fourth of what we were supposed supposed to get. So but yeah no the magazines are coming out the all the there's just too many watch lists. Yeah, it just kind of gets. Oh, it's every day for a while. It just kind of you just it just gets lost in the shuffle. Just too many awards and just too much. But the key is to look at how many people are eligible for the award. You saw the Chicago Tribune. Twenty four percent of their staff are taking buyouts. Oh, that was tweeted yesterday. Twenty five. So basically, one out of every four workers with the Chicago Tribune is leaving. Wow, taking buyouts. That's not good. That is not good. That's depressing. But that's the world we live in right now. I was like when we look at the watch list and it says like, uh, you know, oh, you know, the potters, you know, in the watch list. Only 50 others. <laughs> well, it's like half of Division One. It's almost news if you don't make a <laughs> yeah, watch exactly. list. Yeah, exactly. But no, Linderbaum is, he's, 
widely regarded as the top center in college football right now, which is pretty pretty crazy when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, came here as a, as a lightly recruited defensive tackle. and Local kid. Iowa made the switch. I mean, Kirk saw something in this kid at center, and it's going to change the course of this kid's life. He's going to be, barring injury, he's going to be in the NFL. He's going to make millions of dollars, and, you know, that's – I'm not, you know, Kirk Ferentz is not perfect, but he does make a lot of decisions that really help. I mean, this will change Tyler's life like nothing ever before. I mean, think about it. He's going to make millions of dollars, barring injury. That's why I never get – I know this has been brought up a million times, but that's why I never get too mad when, you know, Iowa doesn't get a lot of four-star, five-star recruits. Well, we kind of build them. Yeah, they do. Know? They do for the most part. It's going to be interesting to see how recruiting goes post last summer. Mm-hmm. To see, you know, the racial stuff, to see if, what kind of impact it has on the 22, and if it does. You know, some people, oh, why even bring it? Well, it's not even a year ago. It's not old news. It's yeah. Not, the lawsuit's I, still active. Yeah, and it's not like we talk. I've had some people, why do you guys always bring up the racial stuff of the Iowa football? How often do we bring that stuff up, Captain? Not often. Not Hardly really. at all. You know, and what kills me, well, they don't like any racial stuff. I carried a segment this morning about... Uh, Juneteenth, and I got uh, somebody bitching at me on uh, Facebook. Um, you know, why do we need another holiday? You know, it's yeah. yeah. What was it? The Daily Show tweeted yesterday. How you? How racist are you when you're giving up a day off? Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> People yeah. voted against the holiday. I mean, yeah, I don't get it. All yeah. white, old white guys voted against yeah. it. Oh, Every yeah. one of them. Are you surprised? No, not at all. I mean, the one guy they had him on said the reason he, he just, people will get confused. Yeah. The black people will think that, I mean, it's just. Uh, it's just it's We're segregating the July 4th holiday. That's the one I it's saw. It's just more cases of white people telling everybody how racism should be handled. Yeah, like what you said, they're gonna, there's going to be the black Independence Day and then the white Independence Day. Hey, and it has nothing no. to do with that. But even if it did, blacks, why shouldn't they have their independence? Well, the official title of the holiday as it was passed is something like the Juneteenth Independence Holiday or something like that. So one of the guys voted against it said it had the word independence. People will be confused yeah, with uh, the real Independence Day. I mean, people, I mean, like, well, I think people are smart enough to think for themselves. Listen, the, uh, no, I think a lot of no, them in not. this country evidently aren't, or they wouldn't be supporting this crap. Yeah, it's, it's seriously, it's like, you know, why do you bring up every day about January the 6th? We don't. Yeah. Well, uh, CNN does, and, and that's CBS their, does, because that's, their day. that's what, you know, that's what happened. And every day you've got these Republicans... Lying, but they sure didn't mind being Benghazi being brought up every day no. for. I mean, eight yeah. investigations, no charges whatsoever. Eight investigations, thirty-one million dollars, no charges whatsoever. And I don't remember Republicans complaining about that. And here you've got this stuff on video. You've seen it with your own eyes, uh, and they're saying. It didn't happen. Yeah, the latest guy they charged was a former police officer. Yeah. And Marine veteran, and he was beating on cops. Yeah, just not yeah. good. It's just, you know. And then the one guy wouldn't shake the one police officer's hand. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just so depressing. It's ridiculous. And the, and the guy that, uh, this goser, that. Uh, His family doesn't even like him. Saying, yeah. And he's saying, well, nothing happened. And, he's, and then you see the picture of him barricading the door. You know, yeah, like oh my God, they're gonna kill. Well, it's the same with the guy, the Clyde guy from who yeah. owned, 
they he was yeah. all panicky when they were pounding on the door, and now he says it was a tour. Yeah, it was just like a tour. Yeah, I've taken a tour there. It was nothing like a tour. You didn't get to poop on anybody's desk. Poop on, did, you didn't yeah. poop on the in the no hallway or anything. No, I waited until I got in front of the NRA building to take <laughs> nah. a dump. They said people were pooping and like <laughs> rubbing their feces on the wall. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, there's video of I'm it. I'm not even sure Gigi Allen would have done that. He was that. ahead of his time. He was. He really was. He wouldn't have done that. I don't think he. I don't think Gigi would have been not a Trump. There. I don't no. think he would have liked Trump or Biden. No, unless they play, let him play on the National Mall like a, one of those concerts. Take a dump on. <laughs> he does in a the remake. Reflecting of, pool. What's that song by the Gap Band? I dropped a bomb. Mama, his, yeah, dropped a bomb on me. His his own version of I dropped a bomb on you. Yeah. I dropped a floater on you. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, June, Captain. Yeah, we got to talk about something. Somebody's got to somebody's got to clean up the reflecting pool. <laughs> Oh, you know they've had to, they've had to take more than one turd out of that reflecting pool. Remember when lifeguards used to have they used to put the the dye like if you peed in the pool, yeah. the dye would. But didn't they rule that was not was unfriendly or something? They don't do it anymore. I remember my brother was a lifeguard for a summer and he loved it when kids would pee in the pool because then the water around them would get all colored and then everyone would laugh and they'd throw them out of the pool. I never knew if like Mercer Park Pool or City Park Pool did that. But you never wanted to find out. No, and that's what that's what kept you from doing it. I don't think they do that stuff anymore, though. <laughs> when I was a kid, Mercer Park Pool was outdoors. We had a pool called Northwest Pool right by Hoover High School. I used to, I used to love going there in the summer. They had two different, two short diving boards and a fifteen footer in the middle. And uh, man, we used to have so much fun going there. Now I can't remember. I can't remember the last time I've been in a city park. Used to pool. have no roofs. Roofs. That's a proper. Yeah, yeah. Roofs for the uh, changing rooms. And they've still got the really tall trees that are easy to climb. And so, like, kids get up there and climb over the girls, you know, watch them change. Do they have a high diving board at that one? I think they do. I don't know if they do now. They used to. Yeah, City Park and Mercer were the two pools. And occasionally the rec center, if it was, like, bad weather, you can go in there and swim. We had this jerk. And he ran an ice cream shop in Rock Island. And... (laughs) We were at the Rock Island swimming pool. I'm all but summoning and, fake Dirk, by the way, by talking about this. And this guy goes, there's a submarine uh, servicing, and goes uh, goes underwater and passes a turd. <laughs> what he happened? go underwater and just poop in the pool? <laughs> Who did this? This guy that owned an ice cream shop in Rock Island when I was a kid. He, he goes, one day, he, he, you know, and every, all the kids loved him and everything, and he brought yeah, little, ice cream, little things of uh, ice cream, little containers of ice cream, you know, and would give it to all the kids and oh, everything. Oh, that sounds bad. And he's in the Before pool. or after he pooped? <laughs> no, the, this was before he pooped. He only did it to once. <laughs> he goes, I think there's a submarine a search, a surfacing. <laughs> He goes under the water, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> we saw this turd. Did he get kicked out, huh? I would hope? Uh-uh. Did the poop just stay in there, and people just... Did it float to the top or sink? <laughs> it floated to the top. Oh, that means he's eating healthy. <laughs> I forgot all about... Did I, people run I out I of forgot, the water? I forgot all about that. Did people <laughs> scurry from the water after seeing a floater? I don't think we did, <laughs> to be quite truthful with you. Good God. I forgot all about that. 
People with open sores, isn't that how you get like dysentery I and coli? It was fine. Typhoid and that was okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> must have gone in the filter or something. That's just disgusting. Did his okay? The ice cream man who brought free ice cream for the kids, yeah. and pooped in the pool. Did his van have any windows? <laughs> now that's got trouble written. That's something. That's, that's a red flag there. There's something. That's good ice. The guy who sells ice cream is only giving it for you free to kids. Well, I mean, no, anybody that was at the pool, it, was okay. the, it wasn't the deep end pool. So would you think twice before eating his chocolate ice cream, Captain? <laughs> <laughs> I always, I, you know, that's strange because I always, I, I don't eat chocolate ice I like cream. vanilla I better than vanilla. chocolate. Yeah, so I like I. chocolate as a part <coughs> of ice cream, but I don't like the whole ice cream just being chocolate. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it doesn't work for me. Do you get ice cream here? Where? Well, like here. I mean, other than uh, from a package, do you go. I mean, to like, like go to like the Dairy Queen on Riverside. Like, yeah, occasionally. I, I haven't for a while. Dairy Queen. Uh, I've cut back on my ice cream. Go to Heinz. I used to like those little cups of Edies. Yeah. yeah, but they don't have them anymore at Hy-Vee, I don't think. I can't find them. They got little cups. They got Hy-Vee cups that the kids, you know, when they were smaller, they used to like. We get Briars at home. But no, I love ice cream. It's just not real yeah. good for you. Yeah, yeah. It's just I like a, the some of the. Ben and Jerry's, like the Colbert's flavor is really good. But man, it's just got so much, like all the bad stuff. Not oh, to, yeah. Not to sound like a health expert, but you know, as you get older, you have to pay attention to that ah, stuff. Screw it. I'm 72 and I love Well, yeah, it. you're to the point where, you know, what's the point? Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. if I was you, I'd start doing eight balls right now. Yeah. yeah. See if your body could take it. <laughs> not eight, speed balls. Not eight. Well, speed ball. an eight ball would be a step to a speed ball. What is an eight ball? That's a certain amount of cocaine. I can't do cocaine. I don't you could. Do I don't want to do cocaine. Well, I mean, I don't either. You know, but um, you can probably use that boost at the end of the show when you're begging to get out of here. I'm begging to get out of here from six on. Oh, that's true. Well, maybe a little cocaine yeah, would help. Maybe you. The cocaine would help. <laughs> get me out of here sooner. Yeah, or, you'd be much nicer to Hunter, I'm sure. <laughs> you imagine Captain on cocaine? Yeah, I've never done Just, anything. No, you never. You've never even taken a hit of weed, have you? I can't you? imagine uh, you being more hyper. You imagine him on weed? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I bet you had a, probably hey, a little second. You probably even had a secondhand smoke buzz from weed before, haven't you? Well, from the plus, yeah. You worked the plus, and you lived with. Well, they weren't smoking in the station. How about in your dorm room? Oh, I bet somebody did. How about well, in your well, dorm room? When I was there. No. How about your dorm room? <laughs> Sharing it with Andy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God rest his soul. <laughs> Pass it around. You know, honest to God, the only, and I loved. He was a good guy. He was a great guy. And and I and I and he was a good roommate and everything. But you know, I come in. And the only argument, and it wasn't really an argument or anything. I said, couldn't you just leave a little space in the goddamn refrigerator? We had these dorm refrigerators. I remember so them I well. could put a pop can in there. I mean, it was packed with weed. Yeah. It was packed. With weed. Was it good weed? I didn't know you had a refrigerator. I have no idea. Yeah, we had little dorm refrigerators. Yeah, we had them. Ours were brown. I remember ours. Yeah. No, but I didn't know you had to refrigerate weed. I. You don't necessarily have to. Well, some he people, did. Some people I mean, choose to. Yeah, he did, and it was packed. And it was packaged and packed. What was this, late 60s? It's like my Ozempic. Yeah, like, yeah, 68. I think we shared a room at 68 or 69. Those were the days, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you do a lot of you do a lot of protesting. I uh, no, I covered it. I, okay, I was uh, shooting video for Channel Six, 
And I was actually feeding audio to WCFL. Okay, so where were you when um, Kent State happened? Were you, were you still at Iowa? Yeah. What happened here that day? Protests and, uh, and people throwing, uh, throwing bricks. And, you know, this person that I worked with uh, at KFMH, her dad... Um, was in the National Guard and got hit with a brick, and he later died from it. And it was so weird because I was covering it that day, and I remember I got that on film. Um, no, that was bad. It was bad here. It, it was bad, bad everywhere as, from what I can... It, it really was. From what I've read, and I, granted, I was five years old. Yeah. The only good that came out from that was a good song. Book and Supply got... Uh, you know, all the windows were broken out downtown. Book and Supply was broken out. Didn't Neil Young write that song in like five minutes? Yeah. I think he did. That's a good song. I'm not a huge Neil Young fan all, away from his music. I think he's mean. Didn't he beat his girlfriend? Yeah, he beat his Carrie uh, Snodgrass. But, yeah, okay, but man, his music is, speaks for itself. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, he wrote in five minutes and then went upstairs and beat the <laughs> He's, a, you know, I mean, yeah, his music, but. It's kind of like Van Morrison. Great music, just a creep. Well, I don't know that Van Morrison ever beat him. Well, I'm not saying he beat him, but he was no. just, he's a jerk. Oh, yeah, major jerk. I saw some video of him um, ranting about the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, they wrote a song. Him and Clapton have a song about it called Heroes because they're the only heroes left. No, it's called Rebels because they're the only rebels left because they won't take the vaccine yeah. and they don't like Facebook and... Yeah. Every other musician is... One of the songs is, just, is, why are you still on Facebook? Yeah. What the hell... What the hell is there? I read a thing yesterday it's, where Clapton says none of his celebrity friends will call him back anymore. Well, you know, it's pretty stupid. You know, I mean, that's the problem when you get old uh, and you think, and, and I hope I don't, because I really don't think that I, I'm smarter than anybody younger. Or any, I really don't. You got more experience and stuff, but there's, you know, people got different experiences at every age. Uh, these guys, you know, all of a sudden, they are what they protested. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I hate that. I, you know. Yeah, the vaccine stuff, I just, I, I, it's just getting so tiresome. Yeah, just get the goddamn shot. You know? Or shut up and don't or, complain yeah, when shut you're... shut up when you're sick. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, and you, don't complain when you're not allowed in somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, places have the right to tell you. If you can come in or not, that's that's just the way it is. If Kinnick Stadium, I'm not. I, I mean, I thought that was interesting though. On Iowa's release, they did right down at the bottom say, if you're not double vaccinated, you have to wear a mask. I'm sure that probably pissed some people off. But my guess is most of the people in the Iowa media are probably Democrats, or I, I'm, I, maybe there's maybe a couple Republicans in the Iowa media, but not many. And or, and or there could be people like me, too, that aren't in either party. But I don't think there's a lot of Republicans covering the Iowa football team. I could be wrong. I don't know why. It, yeah, it's a party thing. It's a freaking vaccine. Everything's got a party polio thing vaccine. You know, people aren't walking around with polio now. Everything's, uh, everything's know, politics now, though. What's not politics? They don't have smallpox now. I mean, people, I mean, people hate LeBron James because of politics. Yeah. The Democrats love him. The Republicans hate him. A basketball player. It wasn't that long ago you didn't know where the Iowa sports writers stood as far as politics. I'd say maybe five, ten years ago you wouldn't have known. 
But once Trump came around, and I'm not blaming Trump, I'm just saying that he's a polarizing figure, you, one way or the other, however you feel about him, and people came out and spoke. Mm-hmm. And now you kind of have an idea of where some of you guys stand politically, because I've seen the replies. Well, Trump sort of emboldened tribalism. He just yeah. separated everybody, and, uh, you know, I've, and I, I don't know. It's he just, could have been, a, he very seriously could have been with his other personality. I think he could have been a great president. A great somewhere. president. I think he, he could, could have, have united us. He could have, uh, everyone would have been vaccinated. He could have ended this thing uh, in January of last year. He really could have done that. And instead, because uh, he's an actor. Yeah. He could have done it. And he has charisma. Yeah. But he does. instead... You know, I I remember sitting in here the day after he won, and you, you and Souter were depressed, and I understand why you were. I remember saying, "Nope, I want to give him a chance. The guy, maybe he'll end up well, fooling I, us." It wasn't like I didn't give him a chance. I was going to give him a chance, uh, but then after Charlottesville, let's screw him. Me for me, it was Helsinki. That's when he completely well, lost me. Yeah, that. Was- now I find it funny. I turned on. Um, What's your Berlin Betty on? You know, the, what's her name? You know, Laurie Ingram. Turn her on, and she the, and the title it said Biden's summit, an unmitigated disaster. Was it really that bad? Do you know? No, not I mean, at I think all. it was at home. I'm not saying I don't think he lit the world on fire, but I didn't think he did a bad job. I no. mean, but well, that's, what's he supposed to do? It's a freaking summit. Yeah, I don't know what you're supposed well, to do. Well, now that other doctor wants him who, to do a cognitive test. Yes. Yeah. Okay, fine. Then have Grassley do one. Have I mean. If you're going to have Biden do one, then have all these. Have Leahy do one. Grass, there's to have anyone over 75 do one if that's what you want to do. You know, that's just ridiculous. Well, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous and it's just more, it's more garbage. Putin came out and praised Biden. Figure that out. And he did. He said he's a statesman. He, he was to the point. Great attention to detail. Doesn't miss yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is Putin, mm-hmm. you know. I saw a survey, some, of course, on Twitter, right? We, who would you pick to want to, what, what leader would you pick to protect you and to make you feel safer? And it was like 30,000 people had done the survey and 90% of them picked Putin over Biden. I mean, think about that. I mean, that's just depressing. It's idiots. I remember one point, though, there was a poll like that. It was like a traditional poll back then that Gorbachev was more popular than Reagan. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Gorbachev. Remember was he came a, over and he like walked down the like New York City in the middle of the street to yeah. start shaking hands. Well, I remember Gorbachev was helping to end communism. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah he, little, he wanted to. He did make, for a while. He was he, the anti-Putin. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Putin hated Gorbachev. Well, he wanted to make he wanted a democracy. Yeah, Perestroika. Yeah, and Boris Yeltsin was the other one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm Putin was not. I'm sure he hated those guys. You know, I mean, he didn't Yeltsin look kind of like Bill Raftery? I thought yeah, they a little, a little heavier. Yeah. Maybe a heavier... Yeah. Yeltsin always seemed drunk, too. I remember well, that's what, part of the comparison. I remember... He was drunk. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He just he always really, seemed drunk. That was one of the <laughs> running jokes was he had... He liked those vodka. Yeah. He was drunk. <laughs> yeah. They, afterward, he even said it. Yeah. He said, half of the speeches I gave, I was drunk. <laughs> that's what he there said. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's Russia. What the hell? <laughs> But no, it's just so depressing right now. So much of what's going on. I here. remember liking Gorbachev. Everybody did. Yeah, yeah, he was like a nice guy. Yeah, and he allowed what musically he allowed uh, the Beatles 
to be played in Russia. And is today McCartney's 79th birthday? Yes. Didn't the Rolling Stones play a concert there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, he opened it up to Western music. Yeah. Because they didn't want Western music. I, I credit the Scorpions that. for that. Yeah. Breaking down that wall. <laughs> Winds have changed. It changed everything. McCartney, 79. Yeah. Is that depressing? I actually thought he was older than that. I thought he was in his 80s already. Not to Lennon. Mm-mm. Well, had he still been alive. Lennon was born in 40. So, God, Lennon would be 81. 81. Ugh. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> There's no dentures. Imagine no back pain. <laughs> no, Lenin, Lenin would have been implants. He wouldn't have been dentures. Trust yeah, me, he I could have afforded it. Trust me, I know the difference. I've been doing some mar- I've been doing some research. I know the difference in price between implants and dentures, and it's pretty significant. You can get one for a couple thousand and the other for like ten. It's amazing. You know, you go to Walgreens. Very seriously, you go to Walgreens and they got do-it-yourself caps. Yeah. What do you, you mean? Put, that they got adhesive and caps that if you've got a tooth with a cavity or something, you can put the caps. What if you're missing a full tooth? I, well, then you can't attach the cap to it. Because then if you did, you'd, try, you'd worry about screwing well, the other the hell, Yeah. How in the hell can you, you know, are you going to take glue to your mouth and put no. a cap on it? Too? No, I'm going to spend 10 grand and get implants. The chat room thinks that Boris Yeltsin looks like Southern Justin's girlfriend. <laughs> well. Well, I haven't seen the new one. So, yeah. so we're beyond. I wonder which one he's talking about. Is that <laughs> so we're beyond. I mean, the first one was Emerald and then Meatloaf. And now this is Boris Yeltsin. Hey, this one's a world leader, though. <laughs> So I wonder, God, what will his we next? Had a superpower. What will his next girlfriend look like? Let's. Um, yeah. He's gone from. Okay, so he's went from Emeril Lagasse, Meatloaf, <laughs> Boris Yeltsin. What's next? I don't know, but I saw a clip from Mila Kunis's new movie, and she plays somebody who's on, I think, meth, like somebody an, an addict, and she looks methed up in the movie. They did a good job with her. Yeah. I wonder if she lose a bunch of weight or was she skinny to begin with? I don't know. She's, she's always been skinny, but she, I mean, the, her face is all just haggard looking. And is she like, the one that's with Kuchar? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She was on Conan last night. She's just a, she is a sweet. She told a fireworks story, but it wasn't the fireworks story. Yeah. We know. No. So she's doing a story about a meth addict? Yeah. She's yeah. in a movie with uh, Glenn Close plays her mom. And they played a clip of it last night. I will not be ignored. Did she say that to her? She did not. <laughs> they were trying to check into a clinic and she'd. Been getting tried to get clean like fourteen times. You know, I'm or not something. sure if I'd want to watch a movie about a meth addict. It looks real depressing. Yeah, I just there's enough depression in the world to where I don't need to be more depressed. That's why I watch Andy Griffith. It lifts me up. No every meth day. addicts on. Wouldn't that be great if there's an episode where Andy found a meth lab? No, no, it was just a still. <laughs> it was those two old <laughs> alcohol. Two old ladies are making alcohol and old lace. <laughs> the two old ladies are making meth. That's alcohol and old lace. <laughs> And there's Floyd the Barber. Floyd the Barber. His, uh, spitting out teeth. You got Floyd the Barber. He's into them for like 10 grand. <laughs> that one's called Alcohol and Old Lace, Captain. Yeah. You said Floyd the Barber and my brain brought up Count Floyd. And that was an even better image for some reason. Rest his soul. But, Somebody uh, last night on Twitter, the Super 70s sports account, had a picture of the SCTV cast said, better than SNL ever was. That kind of sparked a debate. I'm but not ready to go there. I remember the uh, that there was an SCTV episode where they did a Count Floyd sketch in the first segment. Then they did a news segment like right after it, and he still had the painted on widow's peak at the <laughs> yeah. anchor desk with his suits. But I like, thought it, that is like subtle detail that was so perfect on that show. I thought I thought it was funny, but I would give the slight edge to 
Saturday Night Live. I'd probably give Monty Python number two on my list. Uh, see, I think I, I SNL was more consistently funny because that's I think. Oh no, I'm sorry. SCTV was more consistently funny. Well, SNL lost me some years. I SNL mean, had hit great sketches that are better than anything, mm-hmm. but the bad ones are well, real bad. And I don't. I haven't watched SNL for twenty years. The problem with yeah, the problem is SCTV held it because there weren't that many uh, of it. So I mean. That's, I think, why you, if they would have gone longer, and that's what they said if we would have kept doing it, you know. No, they had some, the syndicated ones on YouTube um, are just absolutely great. I mean, yeah, it, it just, you know. That's John Candy, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Flaherty, Eugene Dave Levy. Thomas. Eugene Levy. Dave yeah. Thomas. Eugene yeah. Levy. Rick Harold. Yes. Catherine O'Hare. Eugene Levy and Harold Ramis both look like Todd Licklider, don't they? Yeah. And David Scorton. Yeah. They all kind of look alike. David Scorton kind of looked like Licklider, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Well, somebody told me I look like Licklider. And I, I don't see that. I you look, you're Artie Johnson look, and the guy from Up. I kind of see it. <laughs> you kiss my... You kiss. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Up. He's so... <laughs> I told you that one other time, and you told me to kiss your ass. Yeah. That's Edward Asner, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a well-respected a- actor. What do you think of the guy from Up, Tommy? I, I, I think he was a beloved character. <laughs> I would be honored to be compared to him if it were me. That was a good movie. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I watched it. It was so odd. I watched I it with the grandkids. Yeah. I always yeah. see Steve as the Monopoly man. <laughs> But don't you see a little Artie Johnson in Steve? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, hold on. My dad's on the phone again. Yeah, I wonder what geez. he wants. Uh, we said Johnson. Hello? Oh, it doesn't have to call him Johnson. <laughs> These are your people, Captain. Oh, yeah. That's, that's specifically my person. <laughs> he gets no, a rim shot every no. time, too, yeah, right? Yeah, and two days from now, it's no. Father's Day. So. He called me first. Before that's true. He, he called ever... you before I was on the show. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing a show on KRNA. I was the morning guy on KRNA. And his dad's calling our This show. station, yeah. him and Anthony. <laughs> Didn't even listen to my show. <laughs> so when did the, you don't have to call me Johnson, where did that come from? That was uh, from... Uh, Ray J. Johnson. Ray J. Johnson. That's right, that's right, okay. okay. I knew it from the beer commercials, but I guess it was part of his stand-up act. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, uh, it. <laughs> I know. Hopefully helps on the way. It's eight minutes till ten thirty. <laughs> yeah. Now remember, you you guys are all prepared. You've oh, done all your. Then, re- you know, oh, we'll track. The, well, uh, uh, this is a Hawkeye show. Yeah. Well, there's nothing. I mean, it's July or yeah. June. It's June. Late June. Yeah. It's- you know, and like next week we're gonna have, we'll have guests on, and and yeah, I'm not. Every once in a while we don't have to just talk Hawkeyes for two hours. I mean, what is there to talk about right now? Nothing. Nope. I mean. A couple I mean, guys on watch lists. And no offense, guys, and I'm not criticizing you guys, but I really can't talk recruiting with you guys because, number one, you don't know, and number two, you don't care. No, no. Really. So, I mean, no. I know like some of these other Sooner podcasts. at least there was a little bit of the recruiting. Some of these other podcasts, yeah, we broke down Iowa's football recruiting for two. Great, but how am I going to do that with you guys? Well, who are they recruiting? Just athletes, good young and men. And who needs like the third podcast they- to talk about recruiting? In June. <laughs> yeah. yeah. June. Well, they all like it here. And they could see themselves. Like except yeah, the one they, they like the family atmosphere, except for yeah. Donde Kirby. He said yeah. it was ass. Ass. <laughs> That's the best. He said it was ass. <laughs> I, I appreciate his honesty. Yep. 
<laughs> then he went to Illinois and flamed out. I don't know whatever happened. Don't know whatever happened to him. Maybe it was ass there, and he just didn't know it. This is probably the slow. I mean, in a little bit, we'll have the NBA draft coming up in, a, in about Luka, a month. Yeah. Be, Why yeah. Weiss Camp. Why ever, you never wrote a column on that. Um, <laughs> God, that was a long time ago. This is ass. I was working at the Press Citizen. You could be one of your best of columns. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could reflect on uh, you know best of recruits tweets. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if that. No, no, that was. I think he was because uh, I think we saw that on Twitter. I think that was right in the early stages of Twitter. <laughs> So that was like 13, 14 years ago. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter came out in 2006. Yes. Got really popular in 2008. And I didn't, hell, I didn't even get on it until 2012. I, I was one of the last people to get on Twitter. Oh. And that's because the Press Citizen made me. You just reminded me of something. Speaking of Twitter, now that the coaches are on Twitter, do you see Kelvin Bell? Mm-hmm. He talked some crap. He was talking some smack. I thought that was that was a little unusual for an Iowa football coach to do that. Kirk maybe yeah. give, Kirk maybe giving them a little more leeway, or maybe Kirk wasn't thrilled when he. That's not very Kirk Ferentz like. All right, I'll find it just so I can let people know if they are unfamiliar. Well, Michigan with that. had tweeted about called themselves Lineman U, and he, Kelvin Bill said, "Are you referring to high school football in Michigan?" Yeah, it was. Oh, the tweet's been deleted by the del- author. I'm sure. I'm guessing it was a scout, uh, Brian Alt, Midwest scout. For Catapult Midwest uh, Sports. Uh, so has Kelvin Bill's tweet been deleted? No. Okay, interesting. No, but this is NCAA, and he writes, this is this Brian Alt describing himself. Nation's top scouting source. 250-plus <laughs> college teams subscribe. NCAA-approved free-to-players free prospect form. So First he's basically all, saying he's the best recruiting guy in the country? That's what he's calling himself. And then he wrote something about... Uh, Michigan producing the best linebackers, and that's when Kelvin Bell said, or the best linemen. He goes, you talking about Michigan high schools, I'm assuming? That's a pretty good response, but that's pretty snarky and not very, maybe Kirk, I said, I think Kirk's giving his people a little more freedom of expression. Yeah, that surprised me coming from one of Kirk's But guys. that guy, that Brian, he sounds like one of those guys who's probably counting how many content. There's nothing that drives me more crazy. Like bigger 10? Than people that tell you how many content items they have. Oh, look at this. We had six content. You know, if you're so great, you don't have to tell people that. And what does NCAA approved mean? Well, and I don't know. And, then, <laughs> and what's interesting, too, is what, what counts as a content item these days. So much of what goes on in the journalism today is reporters wait around for other people's work. Then they see the stuff. Then they embed their own opinion. Boom, content item. Yeah. They hardly do any work on it. They just write about other people's stuff. And those are content items. I, just, I see so much of that throughout the nation. And that's just the world we live in now. It's just brand, brand, me, me, yeah. me. Just, Pat Hardy wrote an article. What do I think about this article? Now it's my article. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, I... I so they, it should, they but that's argue it about who tweeted it first when... Oh, that's always fun, too. Yeah, you know, it's, sometimes... It's getting sickening. Well, sometimes, though, the person that claims they tweeted it first just got on there first because the other, you know, it's Internet. Yeah. And you can tweet something and have it not show up for five to ten minutes. Remember the guy accused of stealing his story and it was from a news release that the university sent out? Wasn't that Leistico? I think it was. Yeah, Leistico. You guys stole my story. It's like it's the news release about the schedule being released. (laughs) Yeah. We all got it. There's at so the same much time. Yes. There's so much concern about branding and self-image on Twitter, and it's just. I mean, I understand Twitter has a good role and it does a lot of good, but man, it's just it does a lot of bad. It's too. cheapened a lot of the content. There's a lot of cheap content out there, is what I'll say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not pointing the finger at any one person or anything, but there is. It's all over the nation. There's just 
it's like people wait around to see. It's like I think some people get up, they Google Iowa, and if they can find anything about a former Iowa player or something that somebody's written, boom, then they attach it to themselves and, hey, look at this. You know, I mean. Was that Listicow that called me? Somebody called me once and said. No, that was Tommy Birch, wasn't it? Didn't Tommy Birch? He called and yelled at you. No, his wife called and yelled at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he called and she was yelling in the background. Because we had a story. I don't know. No, I was fighting with him on Twitter about something. Hopefully, this is Jalen. I don't know. We had a story, and and uh, somebody called me and said, you know, you you took it word for word from my story, and I said, then you took it word for word for the university yeah. release. <laughs> Hello. Hey guys, it's Kyle. How's it going today? Hey Kyle, we Hi. don't have a lot of time because we're supposed to be getting a call from an Iowa track guy here in about a minute. Oh, that's fine. I just want to call and say, hey, it was. Uh, it was great listening. I love the I love the podcast with Gary Growlwinkle, Pat. Oh, thank and the, you. Uh, article you wrote about the four coaches was great. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. I just want to check in and say hey to you guys and make sure you have a great Friday. Okay? You too, Kyle. Thanks, Thanks, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Who's thank Kyle? You. He's Did a I know Kyle. He's a longtime caller. Yeah. I think, okay. I think he knew. Does he know Suter? Yeah. Okay. I, I hate doing that to callers, but like I said, I no, just, we got it. Yeah, we got it. You know, and there's no guarantee he's going to call in. But Weitzel did set it up, and I just hope the kid remembers. You know, um, but I, you know, because Kyle is a longtime listener, and he's a and wasn't he? Doesn't he do vaccines? Isn't he a pharmacist? Yeah, because he used so. to call in about the. He used to call in a lot during the during the heat the height of the pandemic. Whatever happened to the guy, the law enforcement guy who dealt with all the Nebraska people? Yeah, he doesn't call in he hasn't as much in anymore. a while. He 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 called in about well what he does is he calls in more during football. Yeah. Oh, okay. Makes I mean I think everyone just kind of takes a little time even off. Even the during... callers are off. <laughs> I haven't yeah. heard Southern Justice. Here's yet. what it was. It wasn't even a news story we did. Uh, you know how I'll take uh, the, the articles and I'll just post them oh, on yeah, 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 Facebook. Yeah. I just did it. Just I share just, an article from like Channel Two or something. I shared the article from the university <laughs> on yeah. Facebook. Maybe this is him. And he thought I stole it from. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello? Yes. Hi, is this Jalen? Is this Jalen? Yeah, this is me. Jalen, hey, I'm, um, this is Pat Hardy here with KCJJ. you got Tommy Lang and Captain Steve. And for our listeners, we've got Jalen McConico and Big Ten Male Track Athlete of the Year. First of all, congratulations, Jalen, on a great outdoor, indoor season. Just talk about what it's like um, when you got that award. What? Just talk about your reaction to that. That's a very prestigious honor. Uh, thank you. So um, it's, it's actually like an accolade that I've been chasing for a really long time. Um, I didn't quite get it in a couple of uh, the past season. My living room, saw that I got just ecstatic. It's still finally I checked that off the list of um, goals that I had for the season. Now you started your career at Illinois State. What led you to Iowa? And I can I assume part of it was Joey Woody. The chance to did uh, Joey's experience in hurdles is that part of the reason you came here? Yeah, so I came here for a meet um, my sophomore year, and kind of just looking at the facilities, I was like, this is a track compared to what I was used to. Uh, I actually got to, um, who's also a former hurdler here, and I knew that he was, you know, he's very he's very good at what he does, and Coach Woody's obviously very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just put trust in them and decided to make the leap once my coach had left at Illinois State. So, Well, what a, de- what a great decision. And i got to ask you, you and Jamal Britt, you, Iowa was the only school to have two hunt hurdlers in the finals. I, I'm sure that had to be a pretty proud moment for you guys and for this program. 
Yeah, so we train, like, we obviously have two of the best hurdlers in practice every single day in the Big Ten. So our practices are really intense. So it's really good to, like, see all that work, hard work during the season though, come to fruition at the final. So that was a proud moment, for sure. And then along with your individual success, the fact that the team is doing so well. You guys have won three Big Ten titles since 2019. Just talk about the whole team aspect. And I'm sure it's a lot more fun winning individually when the team is winning, too. Yeah, for sure. I always like to make sure that I um, am able to contribute if we do win a team title because it doesn't feel the same when you know you feel like you haven't scored. So I kind of make it a point to. How oh, we lost it. It was honestly great to, to especially go back to back. It was just amazing. Just shows like our dominance in the Big Ten. And it looks like this dominance is. I mean, just talk about the future of the program. I know you're a senior now. You could come back and run next year if you wanted to, right? Because of COVID, doesn't ever. Don't you have another year if you wanted to? Um, that year, just this year was uh, my like fifth year. Oh, okay. Thing, yeah. But I'm still deciding with you know running professional and stuff like that. So I could be coming back, but um, the guys are definitely set up for success with. Coach Woody and just uh, see how well our, our, our underclassmen are doing, mm-hmm. how they're all you know, ranked in the Big Ten. It's, it's definitely a bright future. And then as far as um, the Big Ten outdoor meet, you've set a meet record. you set a school record. I mean, after that race, did you, you – you know when you're running, wow, this is all – everything's going great. Did you – obviously, were you surprised by the time? Wasn't it 13-2-3? Was that your official time at the Big Ten outdoors? Yeah, that was it. So, so when you I, cross I that line, struggling a little bit of it. Go ahead. And I didn't even like no or to see the time when I just started waving my arms and screaming because I finally like felt like myself again. Mm-hmm. So to go and then I turn around and see the board and I just let it all out and start screaming and yelling to celebration. Well, we had Joey on and Joey's talked about how in the one ten hurdles, one little tiny little mistake can change everything he's like you almost have to run a perfect race is that kind of what you did that day was it just just everything went well for you during those 13 seconds yeah it's a lot um there's a lot of execution that has to go right in the race i think people don't realize like it like what coach woody said really the smallest mistake you know your foot your toes not in the right position and next thing you know you hook the hurl the wrong way and you're eating the track so you kind of have to you're Execution has to be on point on the day, and it was on that day. Did we lose him? I think his phone's kind of cutting out a little bit, but I think he'll be back in a second. I hope. These are like, I think we lost him. Hello? Uh, now we got, we, we lost you there temporarily. You, you back with us? Uh, yep. Okay, okay. Hey, um, as far as your future, I mean, obviously with the times you're you're running, I mean, you obviously got a bright future in track. What what are, what are you thinking? I mean, what do you think you can accomplish? I mean, the Olympics, just talk about maybe your future aspirations. Yeah, so we leave for the trials on Monday. Me, Jamal, and Aaron will all be running in the trials. So that will be on TV, I think on NBC Sports. Okay. So, yeah, so hopefully trials go well, and I hope to run post-collegiately. We're still kind of working on that part, but definitely the Olympic trials are for right now. Could you use, could you see yourself ever getting into coaching track and field? Oh yeah, for sure. I kind of have a 
like an online coaching thing already going on already on my Instagram, just okay. kind of helping guys out. Because I know I've been teaching myself how to my whole life pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to be able to help people younger than me and, um, you know, just spread the knowledge because hurdling coaches and coaching is really inconsistent from school to school. But I definitely want to coach, um, like, in a more professional set setting um, after competing is all done. So what was it about the hurdles that appealed to you? How old were you when you started running hurdles competitively? Uh, I think, like, seventh grade. Okay. And, <clears throat> excuse me, my, uh, my middle school coach, he didn't think I was fast enough for the regular um, – hundreds of okay i guess i'll try these out <laughs> and i ended up quitting my freshman year i just didn't think i was fast enough and then i had a friend that convinced me we kind of like set a wager she's like okay if you i was like if you do that i'll start her i'll like try it for the track team again and i'm glad that i did because <laughs> i'm here now <laughs> wow what a story i mean that just goes to show you i mean just i mean you got if you just keep working and keep believing in yourself i mean you're proof of what you can achieve yeah thank you appreciate it and when you got here how confident when you transferred to iowa how how much confidence did you have did you think you could be a big 10 champion did you think you could be an nca runner up or was that in your mind or have you surprised yourself yeah, I mean, I've always, like, um, I kind of don't put, like, a set goal, like, as in I want to be a Big Ten champion, yada, yada, yada. Um, I kind of just set out the aspiration to just become the best version of myself that I can. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, this, I, in my belief in myself as an athlete, I know that I can achieve. It also helps me. So, like, when I do achieve Big Ten champion or all the – fancy accolades there's still progression after that you know there's sure. not like okay i've got big champion and then i can like relax and become black so i mean finishing second in the ncaa championship is an incredible accomplishment but i gotta is there frustration with coming so close to being first how did you deal with that yeah almost <laughs> when i got done racing i was like i'd rather get third than be really second. You know, it's so close but um I was actually just working through like injury still and to come out with second place working through injury, um, just to goes to show how much is still left in the tank for me. Sure. So I yeah. So did you I was, pretty, I was uh okay with that. Well when you're running when you're running in a race, do you look at the other runners? I mean, do you know what's going on around you? Um, no. You can kind of feel them on you, I mm-hmm. guess that makes sense. Like you sure. kinda like you see their presence. But I kind of I put on the horse blinders, really, and you kind of you really have to focus on your race with the hurdles because, like we said earlier, the smallest mistake can throw off your race completely. So when she kind of um, you kind of get caught up in the other races, other racers' rhythm if you pay attention to what's behind you. So there's a lot. I always like to say track is 90% mental, mm-hmm. 10% physical, because the mental mistakes are what end up costing you the race. Well, and when you get to your level, I mean, pretty much everybody is good physically. I mean, or they wouldn't be running Big Ten or NCAA Division One track. And so when that race ended, did you know what place you were in? Did you have to wait to see, or did you have a pretty good idea where you finished? Yeah, I kind of, like, I said, you could kind of, like, um, see blurs in your peripheral vision. I only saw that there was one, like, red um, blur in front of me. So I kind of knew that I scored second. 
but sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. It kind of depends on how focused you are and how your mental is during the race. You're probably not used to seeing anybody in front of you. Yeah, especially this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really, but hopefully it stays that way. And then you guys, that you and um, um, you and Jamal scored 13 of Iowa's 19 points just in that race alone. And I know you guys had a goal of finishing in the top 10, we, but still 12th in the country for an Iowa track program that lots for years never even really showed up to this thing. What's, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty impressive. And just talk about that, what it meant to that, and to right now to be the class of the Big Ten. I mean, you guys won your outdoor meet. It wasn't even close. Didn't you win by 33 and a half yeah. points? <laughs> so I didn't even um, realize until I looked up um, after the race and they put the team t- titles on there. And I was like, okay, that's sweet that, like, just me and Jamal, like, by ourselves had put us in, like, in contention at least for top ten. And we kind of just had to wait it out. But, um our dominance in the Big Ten, like, we always set out the goal at practice to at, to have, like, four guys in the Big Ten final just, just filled with Iowa jerseys. We're trying to put as many Hawkeyes as we can in the race. So that's, we definitely, like, put our stamp as a, we like to call it Hurdle U, mm-hmm. as a, in the NCAA and in the Big Ten. Well, and your success is going to help Joey. He's even said this. He goes, the guys I have now, they're going to help me recruit other hurdlers. And I'm, I'm sure that's how it works. I mean, you, if you're a young up-and-coming hurdler, you've got to be very impressed by what's going on at Iowa. Yeah. Um, it sounds like great to be able to, like, leave a legacy for uh, sure. Iowa Track and Field after everything is done. And we really, we're really help each other out at practice. And we kind of, we make Coach Woody's job easy, he says, <laughs> but... Um, Honestly, with his guidance and our community that we cultivate in practice, just that high level, um, every day is kind of just uh, kind of like a dogfight. Every day we're going in, and you got to be ready to go. Sure. So, and it really shows when we get to races. Joey also brought up about how close the men's and women's programs are and how you guys kind of feed off each other. Just talk, He says they're all friends. He goes, it's just one big happy family. Is that kind of how you see it too? Yeah. Um, coming from Illinois State, it was a smaller school, so I was used to that tight-knit family. I was kind of scared that it was going to get lost in translation to a bigger team, bigger program, but it's really tight-knit. The guys were all really close, so, yeah, it's good to know that even in a big-scale Power 5 caliber team that there's still that tight-knit community. So this year you ran mostly in empty stadiums, right? I know at the regionals down in Texas A&M you had fans there, right? Yeah, we did. Now, but but, um, but the Big Ten Championships, did you have yeah. any fans? Um, barely. They kind of let parents in, but okay. not many. So... When there's more fans in the stadium, does that do you guys get energy off that? Do you do you run? Does it help you? And was that something you had to overcome this year? You know, did, did you have to kind of maybe motivate yourself a little bit, knowing knowing that there weren't fans there cheering? Do they make a difference? Yeah, so I kind of I think it depends from runner to runner. Um, but for me, I really like the atmosphere around me. I kind of feed off of it. Mm-hmm. That's a, I like indoor season more because it's a more intimate, like, fan-runner experience. And even, like, before and after running, like, you're just so close to each other that naturally, you know, you kind of you do feed off of that energy. Um, for outdoor, it was a little different not having that there. 
but you do, you do have to kind of um, cultivate that excitement in your head with music and everything mm-hmm. else that you can kind of try to do to like supplement and get that energy in your head so you get ready to compete. But yeah, it was definitely different this year compared to uh, previous years. How big of a challenge was navigating through COVID this year? I mean, how just talk about just the everyday, just having to always be aware and just you know never let your guard down. Oh man, it was it was really tough uh, as it was for everyone. Sure. But, um, um, I think in the beginning of the season, it was really just kind of slap in the face. You know, we're out here in humid Iowa; it's really hot, and we're still we still have to have our mask on while we train. So that was that's why I never like to hear anybody complain about a mask because I was out there running with a mask on <laughs> in the heat, working out, um, and then just trying to keep everyone focused on the goal because everyone wants to go out in ends and just be back to normal already, but you can't really do that because you guys you have guys like me, Jamal, and just you have to think about the safety of everyone in the team. Sure as a whole who want to do this post collegiately and stuff like that. Like it's not, it's something, not something to be taken lightly. So just keeping everybody on that same, on the same page, knowing that we got big tens in the future, that's uh, the ultimate goal. You kind of just have to dangle that carrot out in front. So um, it was good. Hard work paid off. All the sacrifices we made ended up um, culminating in a trophy. No, it sure did. And I got to ask you, so were you surprised when you won Big Ten Track Athlete of the Year? Did I mean, obviously you had to know you had a good chance, but what was your? Were you surprised at all? Uh, yeah, I was. Um, it's kind of just one of those things because there's so many great athletes in the Big Ten. It's kind of one of those things, and then just kind of explosion. <laughs> we lost. Hello. I think his phone just went away. I think his phone just went away. Hello? Oh, yeah, we're now here. we can hear you again. I think you're, you, we lost you there just for a brief second. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing Jamal was probably some of your toughest competition for that award. Uh, yeah. Jamal's a great athlete. He's really, like, he's not a national caliber athlete in the hurdles. He's been in the long jump. Sure. He's the four hurdles that we're just really lucky to have. No, you are. Well, listen, Jalen, I've been wanting to have you on for a long time. I, it's, just, it's fascinating what you guys have done with the Iowa track program. It's great. I know a lot of fans are excited about it. Joey Woody's a lifetime Iowa City kid. It's a great story. And want to wish you good luck in your future endeavors. We appreciate you calling in. We know you're busy. And congratulations on everything you've accomplished this spring. We really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, Thanks, bye-bye. He no, dropped a yada 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 reference. How yeah. old is he? 20, 21? <laughs> no, Did he that know was, Seinfeld? That was um that was a good interview, but um was he on a cell phone? Yeah, I, I bet he yeah. I, it's yeah, so I yeah, probably. I mean we've had but no, still I appreciate yeah. him calling in. No, well let's see and, if this call is clear and that and he was a, he's a he's a easy interview. He yeah, good, it was great. Good answers. Hello. Hi, Pod. I just wanted to say that despite the glitches there with the phone. That was an outstanding interview, and uh, this endorsement brought to you by Cheech and Chong's Chew. Okay, thanks. Was that that same guy? Yeah, Looney Bin. You yeah. let him let him stay on for a while. Yeah, I kind of no. wanted to see where he was going. But no, I appreciate Jalen coming on. I know I didn't realize that they, he said they're leaving tomorrow for for the Olympic. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I didn't realize it was that soon, man. But you know, that's 
good for him because he's in top shape right now. And it's just a neat story, though. I mean, he came here with a dream, and like I said, he I thought his answer about finishing would rather finish third. I thought that was pretty interesting. But I do hear lots of times in track when a guy finishes runner-up, sometimes ah, I would rather just finish last. You know, the frustra- yeah. frustration of coming so close. But, man, what a, what a great story and well-deserving. And um, the track and field story is just it's fascinating what Joey Woody's done. It really is. Well, taking the cue from uh, KGYM, I'd rather finish last. <laughs> Boy. I thought you were talking about the phone's not working. We haven't barked down that. We haven't climbed that tree well, for a while. I don't know if their phones work. They don't ring. Yeah, in, well, yeah, exactly. Are you and Duke still conversing on Facebook, Captain? He's my buddy. Your buddies? Because you guys, I know you guys are just two peas in a pod when yeah. it comes to politics. Oh, yeah. He's crazy. Don't you guys just see everything eye to eye with politics? Yeah, sure we do. Yeah. But no, thanks again. That was Jalen McConico for our listeners. He's the Big Ten Male Track Athlete of the Year. He won the 110 hurdles in a record meet record time school record time 13.23 seconds and he also finished second at the ncaa championships in the 110 i believe he lost to robert dunning from alabama and so yeah no just a great performance and i appreciate matt weitzel helping to get him on yesterday so because like i said i i mean it's i'm just trying to get anyone on and i think we're going to have ken o'keefe on next week i will um i'll keep people posted on that and but, no, we've got – and i got Gaten's working on a couple things. Suter's working on getting Eveshevsky's daughter on, which I'm really looking forward to that yeah, one. I think that'll be, be fun. I think that – Tom said she's a little shy, but he said she does want to come on and um, talk I about – I bet you won't ask him a, her, a single question about him being mean. I bet I will. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I will. Okay, I'll listen. And yeah. Suter probably will. Well, I won't say mean, intimidating. I'll use the word intimidating. Yeah, use the word intimidating. Because you know she knows the stories. But – and but um, Waitley admits that he's the one who called with the beer jingles. <laughs> but didn't someone someone texted Suter last week while we were doing the show and said that when you were over at Evie's house, you never could talk to Evie first. Don't yet. look at him. Yeah, don't ask him anything. Don't ask him anything until he talks and acknowledges you. Yeah, that's intimidating. Yeah, in fact, uh, he texted uh, uh, me Suter. Don't ever look at him. <laughs> See, you're Send not- money. <laughs> okay, well, listen, you it's 10.50. You guys realize we just killed an hour and 50 minutes? Yeah, yeah we did. And I think the operative uh, verb is kill. Kill, kill is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, we murdered it. Wait till Monday. Sooner's not back till Tuesday, right? Yeah. yeah. No, Monday. Um, well, tomorrow. Tomorrow we get a breakdown an hour. I'll, I stick around for an extra hour. Tomorrow. Oh, and I will not be yeah. in next Saturday, Captain, because my mom's memorial service oh, is yeah. at 10 o'clock in Des Moines okay. on june 26th next saturday but yeah tomorrow i'll be in and then um right after tomorrow i'll be heading over to city high to cover the desmond king football camp over at city high desmond's here in town yeah, and cool and man i've been watching though there's been cars coming by this road's just getting busier and busier yeah it really is i've seen five or six cars just in the last five minutes and now i just saw a big semi you're starting to see a lot more semis take this road see now from this angle i was watching cnn on the monitor and they pointed out that Iran is expected to elect an ultra-conservative leader. <laughs> Shocking. And then, it's like a little sub-headline, all other candidates banned from election. <laughs> well, then I guess they're probably going to pick that guy. Yeah, and they call it an election, just like Russia. <laughs> yeah. Just like Russia's elections. Yeah, you can run against Putin, but you're probably going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that guy's still in jail, isn't he? Yes. I mean, he'll probably die there, won't he? Uh, I don't know. And what's I mean, he in jail for? For having another political view? Yes. God. Basically, yeah. Well, hell. Uh, you know, 
The scary thing is, I think there's people in this country that want us to be like that. Yeah, they are. There is. Yes. Or you couldn't, you wouldn't support. They tried to storm the Capitol. Yeah. No, there is. They they wanted to overturn the government. And And, no, there is. I mean, you know, I never thought democracy is very fragile. Oh, without question. Even here. Without question. Hello. Morning, guys. Morning. Remember Julian Assange? Yes. What did he do? He leaked uh, uh, secrets. Uh, Didn't he leak, leak WikiLeaks stuff? Yeah, yeah. I haven't followed that closely. So yeah, he belongs in jail. Are you being sarcastic? I'm not. I'm not sure what your yeah, narrative. I'm is. following you. Yeah, what's yeah. your narrative? He are you also, being sarcastic or are you also accused of being a rapist? Or, or do you disagree with that? He's in jail, and you're being sarcastic, or are you saying that? What, what's your view here? No, the the whole political thing. People are trying to paint him as a political enemy of the state kind of thing. But don't both parties don't like him? Not only both parties don't like him, uh, a lot of countries don't like him. Uh, he's accused of being a, a serial rapist. Oh, see, that I was not aware of. Yeah. So. so okay. Where do you I stand? Was to, I mean, was saying, oh, he's a victim, and it's just like they're going after him just because uh, he did what he did. Is that what you think, or is that? I mean, well, that you, what's your opinion since you called in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just wondering if if he's a on the same what do you call it level as the, I can't even pronounce. I can't remember the guy's name. This uh, this Russian guy that's oh Navalny. I mean, yeah. well, those are. Aren't those a little different? Situ- yeah, they're way different. One's a politician, the other's a journalist, isn't he? I mean, what's Ju- I mean, what was Julius Assange? He's not really a. a what journalist. is he? He uh, is was with uh, WikiLeaks, and he got uh, uh, government uh, classified information, and he uh, he posted it. Okay. Uh, so he's a hacker. Um, you know, he. It's not the same thing at all. It, it, you know. And then uh, right, and Eric Snowden. Yeah, he was another one who did the same thing, right? Yeah, you can't leak. And then what about the girl that just got released from what was her weird name? Like Wonder or Wizard or of uh, uh, lottery. What about Bill Cosby? Yeah, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, though. The girl yes. that just got released from prison yeah. after five years. Yeah, she did the same thing. She leaked classified. Yeah, but some can't. people are saying she's a hero. Well, you know, there's gonna be. You can't leak classified information. I mean. Uh, it's against, you know, it's against the law. It's classified for a reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't do it. But I don't follow that stuff very closely. I yeah. really don't. I so, don't. You know, I really don't either. So I'm hardly an authority to be I'm talking. I'm impressed about you've it. lasted this long on the phone with him. <laughs> well, he's being, you know, he's being. He's not being crazy. This he's time. not being crazy. He's just asking us questions. We yeah. appreciate you calling. Yeah. Well, we don't well, appreciate him calling. Don't go me. overboard. We don't appreciate him calling. Well, we don't. I mean, why would we? You know. I mean, <laughs> I appreciate you calling. This call or lunch menus? What would you rather have? (laughs) This call for now. So, all right. Anything else? Because we're about ready to wrap up. One of us appreciates your call. (laughs) I mean, I didn't have a problem with him. No, and I got the song of the week coming up. I'll get my Southern Justin on. And I don't think, unlike a lot of our, he didn't have an agenda. It doesn't look like he wasn't really put. He was. I don't know why he's asking me about. He just wants on. He just wants to hear himself. Is that a guy? So, do you know this guy, Captain? I I don't know the guy. I got the guy's name. I got. So the is this the same guy? Yes. Oh, all right. I wasn't aware it's of that. It's Looney Bin. Okay. 
We, we affectionately call affectionately. him. Affectionately. We affectionately call him Looney Bear. Well, you were pretty yes. nice to him. You know, well, I didn't know where he's where he's going. I mean, you can pick, you know, what about Mom's Mabley? You know, what about, you know, I mean. But what was that girl's name? Google, I can't, she had a really strange first name, like Wizard or Wint. The whole name was uh, was strange. What a... And she served five years in jail. Now, Snowden's over in Russia, right? Yeah, He's hiding so. out over there because he knows if he comes back here, he's in jail, right? Yeah, and uh, what the... Uh, um, I'd almost rather be in jail than in Russia. What's what's his name now? The other guy, not Snowden. Uh, um, Assange? Assange. He, he pooped in the uh, embassy he was hiding in. Yeah, they, they kicked him out, in didn't the they? Hallway. <laughs> yeah, they had to kick him out because he was pooping in the hallway. Why? Why wouldn't he use he a probably thought it was the capital. <laughs> Honest to God, well, yeah, why wouldn't he use the restroom? That's what they asked. So I got to ask, did these people, the insurrectionists, did they bring toilet paper with them? No. I know, but I'm sure they've got plenty at the Capitol. No. That's a building that ain't running out of toilet paper. So you paper. think some of them just didn't wipe? It ain't cumulus. No, they meant to make a statement. They I know, but just, then if you wipe, the next thing you're dealing with is rash. I don't know. Ass rash. All I know is that they, that yeah, I mean, they did $30 million of damage to the Capitol. Just with the poop? No. Well, but, other stuff. But, but, I mean, yeah. with all the stuff, they, the windows all the and all. the stuff they did, but, um, you know, this is, the, this is what the Republicans want. This is the people they want to, you know, they want to lead, or the, <laughs> that would take a crap uh, well, in they any just want building. Their votes. They, yeah. yeah. They just well, want their votes. Yeah. You That's know, all this is about, want, is votes. Yeah, you want to lead those people. It's, all, it's about staying in power, both sides. All both sides are worried about is self-preservation, staying in power. Woman who... Released from prison. Leaks. I'm not turning off. We're not ending the show until we get her name. Yeah. <coughs> 400's got to send this to Tyler. <laughs> Documents. Yeah, maybe they know. Hello? So they took a poop on democracy? Okay. Yes. And he does different they, voices. Yeah. In some ways, they did. Documents. You find it, Captain? Uh, I just saw the tweet about a week ago. Weird name. So what's the song of the week? I, I'm not allowed to say until we play it. Reality winner. That's right. It sounds Former, like... Former uh, intelligence specialist... Uh, convicted of removing classified material. From I remember the that name now that you've read it. What yeah. a strange name. Yeah. I'm surprised she's not a dancer. Doesn't that kind of like sound like a stripper? That sounds like somebody to go see it like dancers. Yes. Yeah. 945 special. Or Woody's. Woody's. The Lumberyard. Is the Lumberyard closed? Did we determine that or no? One of them's closed. Yeah, one of them closed. I don't think it's Woody's. I thought Woody's was the Lumberyard. No, they're no. different. Are they both up in Cedar Rapids? Yes. yes, and they're all in the same industrial district. No, right of. off Interstate 380. Oh, they're yeah. all like on the south end, just yep. so you could be right at... Yeah. Yeah. Location, location. It's like how the Riverside Casino is right across the Johnson County border. Yeah. Hello? I think her name was Reality Winner. Yep. Yes. yep. Just yes. Thanks, yes. man. Appreciate yes. it. Also won the Preakness. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Now the calls, the lines just lighten up. Yeah, now... No, well, these are the police report callers, and they're not quite the... Hello? On your stripper club call today, I'm pretty sure Woody's and Lumber's both closed. The only thing open up here now is dancers. Really? Uh, is that because of the pandemic? So, 
I don't know, but that's the only one I wouldn't want to go to the, is the one that's open now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, Which is owned by a guy named Woody. Closed last year, and I think Woody's had too many issues with, uh, obviously, all the violence that was happening. Oh, yeah, that's right. All those people are getting shot. <laughs> so, yeah, I think yeah, those two right. are both closed. Okay. All right. Anyways, thanks. Have a good one. Guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, there'd been some gunplay at Woody's. So you're telling me in Iowa City and Cedar Rapids in the quarter, there's one butt hut. Yeah. I've never heard that term, but yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Had That's the one I used to go to, and I Shooter hadn't there. heard that term either, but yeah. he had heard of Flesh Factory. Have you heard of that? I think I've heard that. But you never heard of Butt Hut. Never heard of Butt Hut. Yeah. Interesting. No, Dancer's owned by a guy named Woody. We used to hang out there when I lived in Cedar Rapids. Hello. And then Woody's was owned by a guy named Dancer? Yeah, is that weird? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Hey, just wanted to uh, add to the whole conversation. Did you guys get to uh, see Marjorie Taylor Greene's new uh, realization about the Holocaust? I yet? did see her apology. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she uh, just took a eighth-grade history class and found out that the Holocaust <laughs> yeah. was real. Yep, found out that it actually did happen. That is about her level of education. I'm guessing she was pressured to do that. Don't you guys think oh, so? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Um, there's uh, B'nai B'rith and these uh, Jewish organizations that have uh, given to the Republican Party, mm-hmm. and they're not giving him uh, the money. And money, money and votes are the yeah. two things that lead yeah. everything. That's okay. what determines everything. You're saying that the party, the pro-Israel party, didn't like one of its members denying the Holocaust? Yeah. yeah. But I don't really think the Democrats are anti-Israel. I mean, there's just too They're much. not, but that's... That's the perception. That's everything the, is yeah. perception, and everything is well, either it's, or. It's like, why hasn't, you know, they blame people because gun legislation hasn't been passed. Uh, Democrats haven't passed it either. You know why? Democrats have guns, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think gun legislation would help, but I don't think it would. There still would be well, nutty random spree killers yeah, in this of country. Of course there, yeah, would, there be, would be, but you don't say, oh, you don't need a registration. You need a registration for a knife over five inches. Mm-hmm. You, need a registra- you need to register your brass knuckles, mm-hmm. but you don't need to register a gun anymore. No, not as of July 1st. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that. But like I said, I just let's don't end this on politics. Let's end the, let's end this on a happy note. How Maybe fake dirt can call back. How are we going to end the show on a happy note, Captain? Um, it's the end of the week, and the last gym class will air at three o'clock. Can imagine what Suter's doing right now for two days. Oh, right now, for two Su- days, no gym class. I'm guessing right now Suter is pouring <laughs> scotch over his eggs. <laughs> scotch <laughs> egg. <laughs> I don't feel good. They're at like a Waffle House somewhere. Just lost hundreds of dollars on a... Did you see the thing about the guy who finished last in his... Yes! And he had to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House, and the only way he could reduce the hours was every waffle he ate would take an hour off his stay. And he was like four waffles he in last nine. time I saw. I think he ate nine, and oh, so he ended geez. up having to spend 15 hours in the Waffle House. Then he said he went home, and I think he pooped and... And puke. Oh, you didn't see that, Captain? He kept saying he was planning to puke. Oh, he said he said he was planning. I will to probably hook. puke. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we have a caller. Could you imagine eating nine waffles? No. Aren't waffles just like one of the most filling foods there is? Hello. Hello. Hey, I it's Suter. I've all appreciated you. <laughs> I all appreciate your waffles. Your waffles. I don't. I don't appreciate it. Oh, Tom, go have another one. (laughs) Hey, is Ann there? Yeah, is Ann there? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
Well, that was uncalled for. I was just trying to see if Molly's out there listening to us. I'm doing my regular show today. Molly's not here? Nope. Because you know if she's not here, she ain't listening, right? Completely uncalled for. That was very uncalled for. I feel bad for Shooter. You think Shooter's listening? (laughs) I hope not. I would give you a couple of seconds to see if anybody follows up on that call. (laughs) So I got to ask you, though. Do they do anything out there besides eat, gamble, and drink? I don't think they're planning on going to any shows. I mean, they? when it's 117, do they do anything else? I think they've gone to shows. And I don't, I don't think they were details going about when the lights go out. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about eat, gamble, drink. It's those three things, right? That's it. Yeah. What well, else no, do they, they do? They meet with their relatives. I mean, they, you know, and they eat, gamble, and drink with their relatives. Yeah, with their relatives. I didn't know there were well, relatives. You sit around and you talk about crap. You talk about eating, yeah. gambling, and drinking. <laughs> In that order, if you had to rank those three for Suter. Well, yeah, like uh, James Larson, who uh, owns the, uh, Jimmy Z's in Cedar Rapids, good friend of mine. His brother lives in Vegas, even when he's visiting his brother. Eat, drink, gamble. I would, That's it. I would say by the pool. they eat, uh, very seriously, eat, gamble, and drink. In that order? Yes. Yeah, I think so. But if you had to take one of those things out of the three, which ones would Suter take out? You know, they actually do like to eat really good stuff when they're over there. Yeah. They always take pictures of the But meals. if you had to take one of those things out to go to Vegas, which one do you think it would be? <laughs> I think it would be the eating. I think it would be eating. Hello. It's drink, gamble, eat, poop. <laughs> you know, they, they have to do that too. But, but I think Sue would eat like a sleeve of salt But you guys eats. know I'm right, Captain. You know I'm right. I think eating would be the thing that they Tom would take yeah, out. Tom could just eat like a, a sleeve of saltines in the morning and then just go gamble and drink all day. I think he would do it. I think he would do it. He doesn't. God damn it. Well, all right. That's my partner. God, we just, God, it's been over. We're over two hours. This is like that baseball game last night. Yeah. You realize I left that well, I game. I saw some lightning. I left, so now do we do a 40-minute delay before we can finish? Yeah. I saw we're out of forty minutes. Captain, do you realize I went? I lasted till the top of the third inning, and by I left oh, I my house. At, I, I left my oh. house at four thirty, and I didn't get home till seven fifteen. It still almost took me three hours. We got to check in with Hunter here in about five minutes. Why? What's oh, going on? God, yeah, he's doing a live broadcast from uh, from uh, the golf course, right? From yeah. uh, Brown Deer. From Brown Deer. Oh, we're giving away uh, a set of uh, tailor-made clothes. We have encroached on the live broadcast time. I yep. thought he usually does those at noon. No. no, no, that's the Monica show. Yeah, oh, we're okay. giving. We're this giving. is a special yeah. broadcast. I was wondering why Hunter left. So he's he just said wait- he's going to have somebody with him. He texted you too. He's just waiting for our nonsense to end. Yes. Well, then let's end. The pro will join me at about eleven ten. Thanks again to Jalen McConical for being on. We really appreciate it. Matt Weitzel for helping to arrange it, and we'll be back um, tomorrow morning. All right. Let's see if he's out there now. If I can get, tune him in and Thanks. ask him if you did ask him the thing if what one of the three that does he think Suter would drop from his. <laughs> to-do list i bet hunter says eating hi hunter <laughs> eating <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay this has been fascinating yes it this has been. just been fascinating <laughs> it's all yours jim thanks uh